0: A piece of toast! Two guys with handlebar mustaches! A man painted silver who makes robot noises! Jarman Arnar! Threes! Uh, 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 I'll get back to that one. A hole in the wall where the men can see it all. And returning for his 25th consecutive year, Bobby Moore! Interesting fun fact, uh Moynihan and Piece of Toast hate each other. Apparently they've got some real creative differences.
1: Episode 163.
0: There's already like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a warm rat But it's all been done before We don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap! Gonna toss it, good taste it, do we love it? Hey, let's race it, can't erase it. Let's embrace it. Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over counterculture, pushovers, pop culture leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. I feel pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four,
2: three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian, and I am a leftover. (laughs) Stop. Stop. I'm a time. Frank uh, is with us this week, with me this week. <laughs> uh, but Jake, uh, I was, I was just pulling in to your house to record this week, and I got a text from Jake, and an emergency came up, yeah. family emergency. And so we didn't know if he was going to be able to record, and we just found out that he's not going to be able to record tonight. So it is just the two of us. Yep. We can make it if we try, Frank. Just the two of us. You and I, <laughs> sir. So that's, that's you know, I, I feel like every week, you know, we get people all the time and they're like uh, texting, not texting, uh, tweeting, yeah. sending email messages, you know, where's Jay? Where's Jay? Yeah. And like this week it's going to be, where's Jake? And I feel like it's that scene in uh, uh, the Gene Hackman movie, Hoosiers, yeah where he introduces the team. And he's like, this is your team. Because, you know, the one, uh, what was it, uh, the one player was not going to be joining them that season. Their star player. Oh, right, right, The right. great white hope. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like every, every time it's just like uh, me or like Jay hasn't been here or Jake isn't here. It's like, I feel like Gene Hackman. This is your team. Deal, deal with it. <laughs>
1: You got the fucking ringer here. Yeah,
2: so. (laughs) uh, Yeah, just for those people that are wondering about Jay, Jay, it's, it's retail. He works in retail. This is the busiest time of year. I'm hoping he comes back for Rogue One. We were hoping to get him back for Doctor Strange, uh, at his job. Somebody recently quit, and so, like, Jay's working a ton of hours. So,
1: just one of those things that we're gonna have to, you know, get on by. Oh, yeah yeah we're limping by on two legs this week
2: yeah we are we're like a three-legged dog (laughs) (laughs) they get they get along pretty good though yeah not too bad Three-legged dogs right yeah how do they you know how you know like hold on let's say the dog has like uh three legs right yeah you got the two front legs Mm -hmm. he's only got the one in the back let's say it's that dog fuck you computer i'm not gonna restart (laughs) no i'm not restarting now get out of here Anyway, this is restart required. But let's say the dog doesn't like have like the one of the back legs, the hind legs. Uh-huh. Dogs when they when they squat to take a shit, is he like toppling over every time?
1: I think they kind of like balance out with their tail, don't they? What if what if it's a dog that doesn't even barely have a tail, like a uh, like a schnauzer? Oh shit. They They might accidentally poop on their own leg. What are they doing? Just flipping over and shitting as they flip? (laughs) You know what I mean? You ever see the video of that dog that's like walking on its front two paws and then pissing while it's going?
2: No, I haven't seen that video. That's fucking cool. That's fucking cool. It is cool. The <laughs> motherfucker may as well not have no back legs. I see a lot of like animal videos, but I haven't seen that one.
1: Yeah, it's, I've seen <laughs> like
2: the the one with the chimpanzee peeing in his own face. <laughs> That's
1: fucked up, yeah. That yeah, it
2: is, it's messed up. <sighs> or like uh, the polar bear taking a big shit in the water. I've yep. seen that one. Yep. Oh I've my god. Seen the,
1: uh, the the rhino at the zoo fucking blow ass shit everywhere. No, I'll show you that at break. <laughs> can't wait. Looking forward. <laughs>
2: that should be what is it What what is it that that truck liner is it called rhino yeah that should be their commercial <laughs> if it can withstand this this has nothing to do with our product but <laughs> we got to get those viral hits right <laughs> yeah so yeah it's me and frank this week we got a lot of shit uh you know what i'm i'm not gonna we're not we're not gonna do any itunes reviews this week uh, we're, we're not gonna do any emails this week. We're gonna wait for Jake to come back. So I, I'm gonna ask everybody to, uh, please keep sending in the iTunes reviews. But when it comes to emails, fuck off. <laughs> we got, no, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, I love getting the emails, but we got plenty. So like, hold on to those for us. And, uh, hopefully when Jake gets back, we'll get caught up on all those. I did want to bring up something. Uh, interesting that happened to me this week, Frank. What's that? I got owned over the phone by a telemarketer. What? Yeah, dude. What? I got Well, he hung up prematurely, and I'll get to the whole fucking story. Alright. So I got fucking kind of owned over the phone. I was a little pissed, man. I was having a lot of fun. The telemarketers, when they call me on my cell phone, gotta have a little fun with them sometimes, especially when you're bored. Like, I went out to the grocery store, and I bought a few things. I bought some, like, cat food and some fucking dog food, and I bought some stuff I was gonna make. I, I've been making chili, like, crazy. No nope shit. It's starting to get a little bit colder and shit, and I'm like, eh, yeah, I want chili. I've been buying chili and i'm making all this chili it's really good like this last time i made it and i added like some uh, italian sausage to it as well Ooh. so i was like oh yeah getting that, fancy I don't, yeah getting fancy kicking it up a little notch <laughs> i'm like fucking emerald bam <laughs> so yeah dude i fucking um uh, i'm i'm you know getting home from the groceries i'm putting the bags away and shit call boom answer it it's from utah it says it's from utah Fuck. i ain't from fucking utah anyway so I answer it and this guy's like uh he's a uh, some foreign dude and he's like yeah he's like uh uh you bought some medication from us in the past Cialis and Viagra I'm like oh, no I didn't <laughs> right What are you talking about I never bought. Now everybody's going to be like, yeah, right, Brian, you sure as fuck did. And I'll, let me throw this out to you. Like years ago, I, when I was like working out heavily, I did buy some like uh, supplements and stuff like that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so and so it, when I bought the supplements, they came from Canada and they did throw in like your choice and they were like, we'll give you some Viagra. Oh, all right. And I was like, sure, throw it in. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Eh, Why yeah. not? I want to sure. try
2: it i don't have any problems down there but you know it's kind of like uh superman taking the super so like the super soldier serum
1: fuck you'd probably be I, i'm surprised you didn't end up with that erection that lasts for four hours and you gotta go to the hot hospital oh man i was just like i want to try it out as
2: an experiment but i never like ordered this stuff you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. they just threw it in like extra sure and so anyway he calls me about this and i was like i've never just called you and ordered cialis or viagra like what are you talking about and he's like – he starts going over like, uh, well, we've got some great deals on it and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, tell me about your deals, man. <laughs> and I'm just fucking playing around with them and shit. Sure. And he goes, um, yeah, for like $20, bucks, we will send it to you and it's $30 shipping. We'll send you a bunch of free samples. And I'm like, they're not free. You're charging me 50 bucks. What are you talking <laughs> about? Right. And he's like, oh, yeah, but blah, 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 all the savings. And I was like, oh, that is a great deal. And then he started yak, yak, yakking on and yammering on about this bullshit a little bit more. And so I was, and then I go, listen, dude, call me back in about 30 years when I'm having a hard time getting it up, okay? My shit's rock fucking hard right now. <laughs> right now! <laughs> I, right now, talking to you, man. You, you are doing something for me. Then I started playing some Barry White music, started pouring a little bit of wine. Started talking to fucking Habib and shit. Turn the lights down low. Yeah. No, so like, no, yeah. No, Habib, don't hang up yet, man. Hold on. <coughs> Say something sexy. <laughs> no, no, Habib, tell me about those fucking specials again. Oh man. No, so then, so I was like, dude, my shit's fucking rock hard. Call me back in like 30 years and I'll need this shit. Mm? And he goes, I'll call your wife. And then before
1: I could get anything out, the motherfucker hung up on me. Damn. Yeah, dude. If it makes you feel any better, if they're monitoring that call, he probably just lost his job. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of weird federal regulations with that shit. Yeah. Like, they're not even allowed to terminate the call, I don't think. Unless you yeah. do it. No, he hung up. He yeah. definitely hung out. I was to, I was going to keep him
2: on the line for life. I was just bored. Sure. I was going. To, man, yeah, I got owned there by a fucking telemarketer.
1: Yeah, I spent some time in a call center. He he could definitely lose his job for that. But mm-hmm. It's fucked up though. You're going to call your wife. Yeah, I'm going to call your wife, and then he fucking hangs up on me. You should have told him I'll be at your
2: mom's. I didn't have any. I didn't have the chance to. Oh, it sucks. I was going to be like, "Oh, little do you know, I'm not married." <laughs> I'm alone Joke's on you, buddy Joke's on you, you (laughs) son of a bitch Oh, shit Yeah, I masturbate into a sock (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right then (laughs) You just got owned All right, yeah, so You ready for Good Pop, Bad Pop? Yeah All right
3: It's time
2: for more leftover reviews With Good Pop bad pop good pop bad pop is where we talk about the things in the previous week and or weeks that we either watched or read sometimes we rate these things and if this is your first time listening to the podcast we want you to be familiar with our rating system
0: the rating system is simple if the leftovers don't like something they toss it if they do like something they suggest you taste it and if it's brilliant it gets a tupperware rating if all the leftovers love it, then it gets to the pinnacle of success—a Tupperware party.
2: I'm going to rate my experience on uh, Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> yeah. I <would. laughs> no, no. I, I did. I did use it, though. Yeah. Holy shit! You notice the difference? Well, I mean, I think it just—I I think it just—it makes it easier. You know what I mean? To kind of, yeah. I don't know. You know, I, I don't like when you're th- like when you no, I don't have problems, Frank. Oh, right No, I know. I'm just saying, like, you ever had like uh, when you were like uh, fucking a kid and you're riding the bus and it's bouncing up and down and shit. Yeah. That's all yeah. it really takes with a Viagra. <laughs> that's all it really so, takes. Ooh, that's right. Yeah. In, the bouncing, rubbing right. inside yeah, of my sliding house. your underwear on in the morning and like, whoa, <laughs> hold on, what's going on here? Hey, partner!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! How you doing down there? It's like I got hair (laughs) trigger. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, what do you got? Uh, I actually got put onto a comic. Okay, and uh, it was from Matt Kirby. He he turned me on to it. it. It's the the boys from Garth Ennis. You got turned on to the boys? <laughs> wow, Frank! <right? laughs> Jesus!
2: <laughs> Apparently, you don't need Viagra. <laughs> this is new territory for you, isn't it?
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah, <right>. um, <laughs> the, uh, the the comic series is from Garth Ennis and Derek Robertson. Yeah, and Garth Ennis, you know, The same guy that did Preacher. Yeah. yeah and th- this fucking comic book series is off the wall it's fucked up it's hilarious it's about uh a secret government group mm-hmm. they're in charge of uh like keeping superheroes in line and in this world the superheroes are all like fucking deviants and shit they're mm-hmm. all doing drugs and yeah. like stealing pain meds and shit um and so they're the ones that got to keep them in line when they get out of hand and they've taken a compound they call it compound 5 it's kind of like super serum so they're they're all super too but, like, it's incredibly violent and, like, really fucked up. Like, one of the superheroes, the Tech Knight, has a problem where he can't quit fucking things. Just anything with a hole. Wow. We, he, literally, there's an asteroid headed for the planet Earth. Uh-huh. And they say, hey, there's a small hole here. We might be able to do something to it. Dude shows up and says, he must gentlemen, have. if there's a hole, I can fuck it. <laughs> he, he must have gotten the same call from the telemarketer. I
2: guess so. And he took him up on the
1: offer. <laughs> Too so much that Viagra. Like. That's a yeah. superpower. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> So this but, guy, his that's his power? He fucks everything? Well, no. He, he's the tech knight. He's supposed to be kind of like a Iron Man type Yeah, where he's got a shitload of money and he's got a super suit and shit. But like he's fucked up. He's seen a psychologist because now he can't quit fucking things. Mm. Like he was flying and there was an android robot in front of him. Mm-hmm. Just midair, just – Fucked it in the ass. (laughs) What the hell? Yeah. In the psychologist's office, the the psychologist had a cat and went to the other room to get some coffee and he came back. The dude fucked his cat.
2: He literally fucked a pussy. (laughs)
3: Yes, he did.
1: Wow. It's hilarious. Um, Yeah, bestiality is just funny. No, I mean, it's not just that. I mean, the whole comic is like in the same tone as Preacher. It's really violent and really fucked up. Um, Yeah, I guess when a guy's fucking a cat... (laughs) But um yeah it's it's uh it's an older comic it came out in 2006 huh and so I mean it's already done it's already done with the run but uh-huh. I, uh, I I checked it out on Comixology. Um, I don't know if our app is different than like what they have over in Europe but uh, I was only able to access this uh, by doing the Comixology Unlimited. I don't even know how much it is, but mm. I got seven days for free. Right. But I started reading this yesterday, and I'm already like three volumes in. Oh wow! So it, it it's incredible. Frank, I like, can't put it down. <laughs>
2: you you had me at fucking a cat.
1: Well, actually, uh, the, the, that happened a little later. It had me the one of the guys. His name's Butcher. Yeah. And he has a pit bull, or no, it's a British bulldog, mm-hmm. and it's named Terror. And he's sitting there trying to recruit this guy, Wee Huey.
2: Yeah.
1: And they hear this little fucking shih tzu yapping over there. And the guy's like, it, she, it just took his shit. And she's not even going to pick it up. And the guy starts complaining about the yipping. And he goes, watch this, terror. Fuck it. And the dog goes, fucks the shih tzu. <laughs> oh, my God. Now I know why you like it. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Kirby said it's right up your alley. He yeah, was fucking is. right. <laughs> yeah, it oh is. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, I I love it. Tupperware that. Lots
2: of animal sex and, yeah.
1: It's a shame. I mean, I'm sure you could buy the actual physical comics. Yeah. But it's a shame that you can't buy them, you know, individually through comiXology. The only access you have to it in English Mm -hmm. is on the Unlimited. Yeah. So that's a shame. I I would have rather been able to pick them up one at a time, but I'm trying to burn through them in my one week that I got free of that shit. Yeah. How many days you got left? Uh, I got five days left. How many volumes is it? I want to say seven. Yeah. so get it. Yeah. I'm already like three and a half in, so I'm going to crank that shit out. Yeah, Tupperware that. Nice. I uh, want to talk –
2: I did go to the theater on Thursday night, opening night for Arrival. Cool. And that is the new movie with uh, Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, and Forrest Whitaker. Uh, It is about a linguist, played by Amy Adams, is is recruited by the military to assist in translating alien communications. So basically what happens is uh, she's a linguist. She's like a, teaching a class, like a college course. And uh, while she's there, all of a sudden, like half of her class, more than half of her class doesn't show up. Then all of a sudden her class starts getting text messages. And then she's like, what's going on? Is there something important you want to share with the class? And uh, the girl says, turn on the news. They turn on the news and 12 ships... Have landed around the Earth, each on like different countries, continents, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's twelve of them, and they don't show it to you yet. But uh, they don't show it to you yet. But like later on, you actually get to see the size of these ships that have landed, mm-hmm. and it's an alien craft, and they're huge. They're huge, and they just kind of like float there. I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe what, how they look. It's on the poster. If you see the poster, right? They look like kind of like uh, Apple m- Mouse yeah kind of they're smooth, yeah, and yeah, but they stand upright, mm-hmm. and um it's just kind of floating there, and so basically, uh the military confronts her, and uh you know they reluctantly actually hire her later, um and then take her out there into Montana, where mm-hmm. one of these things is, and they're gonna have her go in there and try to communicate, I guess oh, like shit. Every – I think he said – and I might I might have heard it wrong, but every 18 hours a door kind of opens up. Okay. And it's kind of a – it's a chamber that they are going to raise themselves into. Her and some other – like a scientist and some other military guys are going to go in there. And apparently like they tell her like you get to see the aliens behind glass. Okay. But they go into this chamber and this chamber is so fucking awesome. It's anti-gravity. So basically when they're going up into this chamber – all of a sudden, as soon as you step out onto the chamber, you can walk straight up. Oh even shit! Even though it, it and it's it's a bizarre chamber. It's insane. And Renner's in this. Uh, Forrest Whitaker's in this, but barely. They barely use Forrest Whitaker, uh. which is like kind of a shame. Like he's there at the beginning, then it's like he kind of just drops off in the movie. Um, I'm gonna rate it. it. Oh yeah, it's it's directed by uh, Denis, uh, Villano- uh, Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve who uh, did Sicario Oh, okay. and he's doing also the new Blade Runner movie that's coming out next year. Cool. I love this director. Um, I'm going to give it a Tupperware. I love this movie. It's, it's really like, um, it's really good science fiction. Like I'm glad that I saw this movie in the theater. I thought mm-hmm. it was a great theater experience. I love movies like this. Like I remember I saw another movie in the theater. It was kind of like this. I love uh, contact. Okay. And with Jodie Foster yeah. and Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. And I love that movie and I love seeing it in the theater. And this is another great science fiction theater experience, but uh, I don't want to spoil this one. Like this is one that I don't want to spoil. Sure. But like the ending there are, it, I kept thinking to myself, Oh, like there's half an hour left. And I'm like, I know exactly what happens. I know exactly why they're here. Yeah. But you know what? I was right. But on the flip side, there's another twist. Oh. There's another twist and that, that that's what made this movie for me. Cool. Um and I've talked to other people that didn't like it. Okay. And um they just thought it was slow and it was bo- boring, but I thought it was the journey getting to where they are because like I, man, I, there's so much more that I want to say about it, but I can't have a conversation about it, and so I don't want to spoil it for people that haven't seen it. Gotcha. But if you like you <laughs> – if you like, like, I don't know, if you like really good science fiction, like Close Encounters type shit, mm-hmm. I think you will like this movie. I loved it. I think it's a Tupperware. I nice. thought it was a great movie.
1: It's it more suspenseful? It's definitely doesn't sound like an like action movie. It's definitely, it's not an
2: action movie cool. and I praise it for not being an action movie. Yeah. I mean, cool. um, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought Amy Adams was great. I, I they kind of portrayed her as kind of like scared at the beginning, but mm-hmm. like, honestly, I think anybody that hasn't gone into this experience like ever would be scared. Her oh, heart right. was racing and, yeah. and, um, but the the more used used to the situation, the more she dives into it and is trying to figure out their language and the way that the aliens and they do show the aliens, the way that the aliens communicate is just amazing. Mm -hmm. It's just so fucking cool. I'd never seen anything like it before. I loved it. I thought it was great. And then by the end I was just like, holy shit. Wow. You blew my mind. I I did not see that coming, even though I saw uh, what I thought was going to be like, okay, that's why they're here. I get it. All right. Okay. Okay. Movie's over with. No, there's another There's another layer to it. Oh, shit. And there's another layer to her character, and there's another layer to all the relationships that are formed in this movie as you're watching it. And it is just really, really, really good science fiction.
1: That's cool. Did you see it in IMAX? or No, I, I don't know if it
2: was an IMAX release. I just went Thursday night to my local cinema, and it was ah. just in 2D. So if it was IMAX, I I didn't see it in IMAX. I don't know if it was. I don't know if I had to see it in IMAX. It, I guess it would have been okay. So hmm. I, I still enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, Do you have anything else? Uh, I got a real quick like video game breakdown. Yeah. I picked up like three or four titles lately, and I'm not going to get into depth any any one of them. But, yeah. Are you going to be talking about Call of Duty, Battlefield, and uh, Titanfall, and all that? Not stuff? Not Call of Duty. Okay. But I didn't pick that one up. I didn't feel like it was necessary. But yeah, like Battlefield, Gears of uh-huh. War four battlefield uh the campaign is really cool because they take like little snippets of soldiers and shit and like you can imagine like in world war one there would have been a whole bunch of different stories like that you know somebody coming from nowhere like watching their buddies die and stuff and that was cool and the the graphics are awesome i can't get into the multiplayer Mm -hmm. i suck and there's a lot of issues when you take like world war one era weapons and then try to play a video game with them Mm -hmm. like you can't hit shit You <laughs> can't shoot shit so I just I sucked at that I didn't even bother with it but got a uh, question for you yeah these you know kids playing these
2: video games today yeah have any of them ever claimed, uh, like, playing these battle games? Have any of them ever claimed, like, post-traumatic stress disorder from playing video games? Not that I've heard of. <laughs> they need their ass kicked if they do. <laughs> It'll happen, man. Bunch of pussies. It'll happen. <laughs> it, it, there'll be, like, a VR version of, like, one of these games, <sighs> and these kids will be claiming
1: post-traumatic stress disorder. Fuck virtual reality. Watching I the virtual buddies die. God damn it. He was my friend. Alright, um, go ahead. Review. But, uh, I, 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 taste Battlefield. I think it's kind of a unique experience as far as, like, the campaign goes. Picked up Titanfall 2, played it for like a half hour. Doesn't seem like it's anything special. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Just regular run-of-the-mill taste it there. Um Skyrim Remaster, picked that up for PS4. Uh, it's really pretty. If you haven't played Skyrim before and you'd be interested in an Elder Scrolls game, it'd be one to pick up. Uh I I Tupperware that just based on the content, but uh I, I do notice a real good graphical bump from previous mm-hmm. systems to this one. Can uh, I tell
2: you something about Skyrim?
1: was that? Go on to YouTube and I think
2: just do a search for Skyrim uh Macho Man. Have okay. You seen this? No? Somebody modded that Skyrim game so that all the dragons are Randy Macho <laughs> Man <laughs> all the dragons are Randy Macho Man Savage Go gotta
0: check that out. Dude,
2: and when he breathes fire he goes, Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, mods on that are really cool. I haven't got yeah. any of them to work on the PS4 yet, but uh, I had it on a computer a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the sky instead of the moon, I had the Death Star.
2: Oh, nice. so that was kind of cool. Yeah,
1: but uh, not
2: as cool as Machu Man. No,
1: man, that's bitching. You're only yeah, going to get that on
2: PC. Yeah, but uh, I hope he's got like the fucking like the cowboy hat, bedazzled the all fucking get out, and then also another dragon that has like the fucking uh, bandana. On the head and shit <laughs> awesome. That'd be awesome
1: <laughs> and then, uh, One of the last ones I picked up Was uh, Gears of War 4 mm. And I'm a big fan of that series They they had kind of a misstep When they did Judgment after Gears of War 3 And uh, this is this is Right back into the same type of Gameplay and shit uh, Continues the story, it's kind of weak But I taste that too To be honest man, like, with all these fucking Multiplayer games and mm-hmm. shit I'm starting not to give a flying fuck about them like, I picked them up, and I was really expecting a lot of these, like, to be in love with. Right. And, like, I play them for 20 minutes, and I could give a fuck less if I play it again. I'm starting to get burnt out on all that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I've been spending a lot more time doing other things, like trying to catch up on The Flash mm-hmm. and reading and stuff. beating so. off in a sock. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> you know, I, I – Yeah. <laughs> I had a fucking conversation the other day about, like, what do you use to clean up? I'm like, well, you don't use paper towels. You don't use tissues. That shit just breaks right down. I just catch it right there in the old sock. You got to get it into something. Christmas time's coming up.
2: I just go for the stocking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a Christmas surprise nobody Uh, wants.
2: (laughs) No, my dick is the stocking stuffer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you gotta hit it into some cloth and then wash it right away, or else that shit like right. gets a life of its own in the corner. It's fucked up, man. Every time I walk into a mistletoe, everybody leaves the room. They know what's gonna happen. Right, I'm right. Gonna start banging that stocking. Honestly, as far as these video games go, I'm starting to get to the point like where, especially with all this multiplayer shit. As an example, Gears of War came out in mid-October. Mm-hmm. Already, you can you can find on Amazon the whole version that has like the season pass that they were selling for a hundred bucks last month for 60. Hmm. If you wait three to six months on this shit, you get like the whole game with the DLC included Mm -hmm. at the regular price or even discounted. Hmm. It's my opinion that like video game, uh, the, uh, the the entire thing is starting to get really top heavy. They're wanting people to put pay more in pre-orders and pay, 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 pay and get half-assed products. And and now they're starting to do all these fucking mid-generational changes. I'm getting worried that it's going to end up collapsing. Like it won't be able to sustain itself like it Mm -hmm. did back in the 80s, early 80s before Nintendo. Yeah. So, eh, fuck video games. Fuck video games. (laughs) (laughs) Getting bored with it. (laughs) We got a new rating.
2: (laughs) Fuck video games. Stop. We don't don't like it. We just say fuck (laughs) it. Fuck it. Yeah. Oh, man. I have uh, the last thing I want to talk about for Good Pop, Bad Pop uh, is a TV show. I just started it this morning and it is on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, it was released on October 14th, and I just recently found out about it. It stars Billy Bob Thornton uh, and William Hurt uh, and Maria Bello. I love all three of them, and they're all three in this series. It's called Goliath. Okay. Uh, it's about a disgraced lawyer, now an ambulance chaser, gets a case that could bring him redemption or at least revenge on the firm which expelled him. The firm is actually named after him. He's like, I mean, it's got... I think like the, I can't remember the first name. It's like Cooper and McBride and he's mm-hmm. McBride. Oh shit. I mean, he used, he helped build this firm. Yeah. And, uh, I don't really know why he was expelled from the firm. Maybe they'll reveal that later or maybe it was just something that I missed in the show. Um, but, um, he, now he's like an alcoholic. Uh, his ex-wife is working for the firm. Oh shit. And yeah, uh that's <laughs> play she's played by Maria Bello who I love that actress. She was in uh Howard Stern Private Parts. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm trying to think of other movies that she's been in. She was in um that movie with Ben Stiller and I can't Permanent Midnight. She was in that movie okay. and I love that movie, but I love her as an actress. She's great. Um but uh Billy Bob Thornton is just I'm gonna give this a Tupperware. I'm two episodes in. I can't. I like. I want to go home like right now and watch this. Nice. I. It is so good. Um, the first episode's a pilot episode, so it kind of sets everything up for you. Yeah. And sets up his life and a little bit. And it's the second episode. And like once you get to the second episode when he's back in court, you're mm-hmm. just like, okay, this is really cool. And then something. I'm not even going to tell you. Just like, just something in episode two. You're just like, oh, fucking shit. (laughs) And I just was like, oh my God, I want to watch the next episode, but I couldn't. I had to get going. So it's like, fuck, dude. (laughs) It is so good. Goliath on Amazon Prime. You have got to fucking watch this. I think it's only eight episodes. Oh, okay. So, uh, and each episode's like 54 minutes. But, and I mean, he's playing a character we've seen before, you know, he had it all. Then he lost it, becomes an alcoholic. Yeah. But it's Billy Bob Thornton doing it, and he does it so fucking well. That's what makes this so good. Any other actor could be doing this, and you might not like it as much. But because it's Billy Bob Thornton, and yeah, he's an asshole, man. (laughs) I keep seeing a lot of myself in him. Like, holy (laughs) shit, dude. Is this going to be me? Is this going to be me in fucking 20 years? What the fuck? That's going to be me in twenty years, did he have the Viagra? That <laughs> shut the fuck up about the Viagra. <laughs> Jesus, now people are going to think I need fucking Vi- Viagra to get it up. No man, I had the opportunity to try it. Why the fuck not? I was a little experimental. <laughs> Jesus, I wanted to, see, you know, like right now, I got a cock of steel, but like, <laughs> I wanted, I wanted that adamantium Wolverine cock. You know Jesus. what I mean? You know, I want to, I want my cock to be able to, you know, cut through shit like a hot knife through butter. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck those pantyhose. Yeah. Lethal Weapon Six, starring my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to take those
1: off, honey. <laughs> we we'll just take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Might have to buy some new pants when we're done. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy
2: needs it now. <laughs> no. But yeah, man, A Goliath, you got to check it out, man. It is so good, Frank. I'm Ooh. not kidding you. You'll love this show. Like, by episode two, when episode two ends, you're going to be hooked. So did they release all the episodes at once? They did. Okay. They did. I I honestly could have watched – if I didn't have to – I had to work today. If I didn't have to work today, I would have finished the whole season. Oh, wow. It's that good. And I hope it stays that good. Nice. Oh, another thing. I've been – I'm all caught up up, uh, all the way up. I think it's like six episodes in to Ash vs. Evil Dead. Oh, okay, So good. It's fantastic. I need to get
1: watching that too. So fantastic. I added the Star subscription to my Amazon account so I can watch that. I just haven't started yet. You'll love it. Cool. You'll love
2: it. It is so good. It is so good. Season two is even gorier than the first season. (laughs) Pablo and Kelly are great. It's so good. It's such a great like. I was worried about them introducing like two new characters into this universe, Uh but like honestly, like Pablo and Kelly are like the perfect characters for um, Ash to bounce off of. He's so they have such great chemistry. Um, I love this show. Ash vs. It's a Tupperware. Cool.
1: So how, how many episodes per season with that? I think I think 10? Okay. I think they go 10.
2: I, I if t- maybe not
1: even 10, but yeah. I think it's I, oh it's so good. I really like that. I uh it's the only issue that I'm having mm-hmm. with The Flash and it has nothing to do with the show itself. Yeah. Is it just there's so there many is, episodes. That's why you, that's
2: why it's I I don't that's why it's like I watch it from episode to episode. Yeah. Like some people can binge it, like, mm-hmm. like, uh, on second rate Superfans, my other podcast, like Joe. Yeah. He was able to, and this is how Joe did it. Joe would watch one episode of The Flash, uh-huh. and then he'd watch one episode of Supergirl. Oh, okay. And he'd bounce back and forth. And okay. now Joe's all caught up on both, on both series.
1: That might break it up a little bit because yeah. I chewed through the middle part of season two, okay? Yeah. And then after Barry fucked up, time shit again yeah it, it's drug a little bit for me and i'm having a hard time just getting over the hump and getting through season two yeah but i mean it's not anything against the show it's just there's so many episodes it's hard to binge one mm-hmm. show that much it is so it is yeah i'll get there i'll get yeah. there i still like it but i i'm just i had to slow down a little bit <laughs> make some time for other shit i'm begging you though i'm begging all of our listeners
2: watch goliath give it two episodes <coughs> Give Goliath two episodes, and if you don't like it, then bounce out. But sure. man, I'm telling you, dude, it's Billy Bob fucking Thornton. And if you love if you loved what he did in the first season of Fargo, you're gonna fucking love this. Hey,
1: speaking of uh, giving shit a chance, uh, I-, I saw we got Joe Bruno hooked on uh, Doctor Who. No, really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, I, I gave him the same advice that you gave me about watching Blink. He yeah. watched it, he loved it, and he's been watching the shit out of it. Yeah, it's fucking great, dude. Yeah. Are, they,
2: are they bringing, are they talking about bringing Tenet back to be the doctor again? Is that a thing? I wish. I hadn't heard that. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's clickbait bullshit, but I've been seeing a
1: little bit, some of those articles. You know, floating around. I heard something about Matt Smith might return, yeah. but i the thing that I read said they didn't know if he was going to be the doctor or not. But I mean, everything I've heard is that Capaldi's going to be the doctor going forward. Okay. So I've still got to watch the, I think it's season nine. Yeah. I watched season eight and I was not thoroughly impressed. Yeah. It's clarifying. Don't me. say that around our listener, Brooke Smith, man. I was I
2: listening know. to the Ladies of the Leftover Army podcast that they put out. Brooke Smith says Peter Capaldi is a favorite doctor. Really? Yeah, blasphemy, am I right?
1: Yeah, man,
2: I'm, I'm tending all day. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, Brooke. Every, you know, I mean, different strokes for different folks, but man, it's just like, that's he, yeah, he's not doing it for me.
1: No. I mean, my issue with it is not so much Capaldi. I can't get past Clara. Like, you got this box. You can go mm. anywhere and do everything, and every episode that I've seen her in so far, she's bitched and complained. Mm-hmm. It's like, shut the fuck up. This thing mm. can go anywhere. You can do anything. And yeah. She finds a way to bitch.
2: Speaking of boxes, you can do things in. Give me some Viagra, Frank. <laughs> Jesus.
1: If it's got a hole, I can fuck it. Wow. Uh,
2: as long as it's not bigger on the inside, right?
1: <laughs> it's like dipping your finger in a glass of water, throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Yeah. That's what the TARDIS is. <laughs> People that don't watch Doctor Who are not going to get that fucking no. joke. No, they're not. Yeah,
2: whatever. It's your fault for not watching a great fucking show. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Are you ready to jump into some news? Yeah. We are just plowing through this week. Yeah, we are. Yeah, it's we the are. Viagra. It's the
1: Viagra.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is. Choo-choo. <laughs> he, 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 he,
0: read all about it. It's a of news and there's no doubt about it. This news is gangster as fuck, yo. It's gangster as fuck, yo.
2: All right, and this week in Gangster's Fuck News, uh, in quick news, the Rampage movie. Yeah, remember that? Remember we talked about that? Yep. Rampage?
1: Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh that based on uh, the video game starring uh Dwayne "The Rock" Johnson uh is scheduled for release on 420 of 2018, because apparently you need to be high as fuck to watch this movie.
1: I would, I would guess so. Yeah, yes.
2: Yeah. Jesus. So, uh, it's, uh, in the arcade game, you could, uh, control gigantic monsters who were formerly human. The game's protagonists are George, a King Kong-like gigantic gorilla transformed by an experimental vitamin. Maybe, maybe Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, A Godzilla-like dinosaur lizard transformed by a radioactive lake. And Ralph, a giant werewolf transformed by a food additive. As monsters, they need to raise all buildings in a high-rise city to advance to the next level, eating people and destroying helicopters, tanks, taxis, police cars, boats, and trolleys along the way. I loved this game as a kid, dude.
1: Yeah, it's a fun little arcade game. Yeah. A shoestring plot. Yeah. I have no idea how they're gonna make a movie out of this. Oh, I, Let's blow a bunch of shit up.
2: It's gonna make a mo- it's gonna make a ton of money,
1: dude. Well, yeah, because it's got the rock it's in it. It's got the it. rock in it. And they're gonna have good fucking trailers. Look at this monster and the CG and the explosions. Yeah. Yeah. But are they gonna do the uh, hold on, okay. Are they gonna do the
2: game just uh, the the movie justice? Like are we gonna get to see, like, you know, like Lizzie, the lizard, and Ralph, the werewolf, and, and, uh, you know, George, the King Kong dude. Are we gonna get to see them, like, actually pick up people and eat them and shit? Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I think that we, I think they'll probably introduce, like, the asshole character. Oh, yeah, and he'll get it. It'll be, like, Jack Black, you know? Oh, sure. Which would be really awesome, because, like, he was the asshole in, uh, King Kong. Uh-huh. James, not that James Cameron, um, Oh, Peter! Fuck. Peter, goddamn! Peter Gabriel. No. <laughs> <laughs> Pe- Why the fuck? Dude, Peter Jackson. Did he yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was the. He was the. I think it'd be great to have him in there as the asshole. That'd be funny. Kind of tied in. Kind of like bit.
1: the lawyer from Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I think like maybe like the asshole will get eaten. But like no, if I want a rampage movie, I just want to see these guys just like grabbing
1: people out of windows. Oh, and that'd be awesome! Them, yeah. Then, yeah. I don't know if we'll. Uh, I mean, that's one of those things It's I don't know that you can like – it's not like they're going to ruin the franchise with a movie. <laughs> I don't – can't see it being like a great movie though. <laughs> that's
3: not my Rampage, you motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <nut> <laughs> <laughs> the Rock gives them their name. <laughs> You're yeah. George. Yeah. I don't know. They need to have like the MMA
2: fighter in there, Rampage Jackson. Oh, God.
1: Is he alive? Did, what? Shut
2: the fuck up. Did he die?
1: Who was the one that – oh, I'm thinking of Kimbo Slice. I'm thinking of Kimbo Slice oh, okay. he died.
2: Yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. No, you're fine. Yeah. That's slightly racist. <laughs> That's not what I meant.
1: <laughs> I just I, I don't know why I thought I thought Kimbo Slice are Rampage Jackson. I barely yeah. watch any M- M- MMA at all.
2: Yeah. I used to watch a lot of MMA back in the day. Did you? Yeah. Used to watch a lot of it.
1: When I was single I used to go out and watch the fights. I didn't know who fucking. I thought you were was. gonna say
2: when I was single, I used to go out and start fights. <laughs> fuck no, and yeah. run yeah. like a pussy. Hurt <laughs> <laughs> me? <laughs> oh man, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about this one. It's gonna be huge, though, man. I think about it. I want you to think about this. Uh, last was it last year, 2015? One of the top ten box office grossing movies of 2015, San Andreas. Yeah. Can I tell you something, Frank? What's up? I went to the theater and watched that movie. I went to one of those like, uh, dine, those dining in theaters. Oh maybe, yeah. Where you can like, you know, kick your fucking legs up like you, like you did with Hawksby at yeah. that one place. Mm-hmm. I went to one of these things, dude, and uh, I got like margaritas and I just had a keep them coming <laughs> keep them coming i'm like on my third margarita watching fucking san Andreas in 3d yeah i'm just like i fucking love this movie <laughs> I, oh God, like, I think i gave it like a high taste no shit <laughs> yeah it was it was fun i mean it was just like a fun destruction movie like it makes everything better you know what i mean yeah. yeah like that's the thing it's like uh the last independence day that movie came out tons of destruction right yeah wasn't fun no
1: but if you give me a bunch of fun destruction yeah and that's what san Andreas did it was fun. I haven't watched that yet. Oh, I still haven't watched World of Warcraft. Man, either. Fuck it. When I mean, you're gonna watch it at home? No, don't watch Warcraft. Don't watch it. Don't it's, waste my time. It's garbage. Shit. Absolute <laughs> garbage. Any movie that comes out on 420 though just sounds like a great excuse <laughs> to uh, to get high and go see the movie. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Bake some cookies.
2: <sighs> but man, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I think if like if this movie comes out and it's 3D. And it's just like a big, big, but big kaiju monsters
1: going around eating shit, throwing tanks at the rock. Oh yeah. Watch it. It could happen. I mean, a lot of the like fast and furious movies, like they don't, those don't really have like the best, most deep plots either. It's the action that makes them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: it
2: eh, it could be worse. It's going to make a... am going to, I'm going to guarantee it's going to make a shit ton of money. Oh, well, yeah. It's going to make a shit ton. Oh sure. Uh, Pacific Rim 2 gets a title. It's called Pacific Rim Maelstrom. You know what a maelstrom
1: is, Frank? Isn't it like a well I I, I probably don't. Just like a fucking tornado shit? It's a whirlpool. Oh, okay. It's like in the sea. So
2: yeah. Yeah. Um it's like yeah, it's like a, a wet tornado. <laughs> wet
1: tornado. <laughs> Get over here, go try to fuck it. <laughs>
2: wow, that was Oh man. That, that was uh, I knew a stripper that went by that name. <laughs> <The> wet, tornado. <laughs> wet tornado. Yeah. Next up on stage, wet tornado. That's nasty Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I got sucked up into that shit. <laughs> 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 I like, bumped into Helen Hunt up there. I was like, oh, <laughs> couple cows flying around and shit. Evidently, she's bigger on the
1: inside too. Oh, Wow, what was it? A Helen Hunt joke? The, was that a Helen Hunt slam? No, it was the wet tornado Oh, <laughs> <laughs> She's got all these fucking people up inside
2: her. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, we do know that a few actors... So it's called Pacific Rim Maelstrom. That doesn't give us a lot. Oh. Uh, we do know a few of the actors involved, most notably... Um, we know that John Boyega is going to be leading this movie. We know him as Finn yeah. from Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Eastwood's also in this movie. Not returning to Pacific Rim Maelstrom, uh, is Charlie Hunnam. And, uh, as far as I know, Idris Elba is not returning. I mean, he might be in a flashback. That would, that would make sense because he died in the first one. Well, for yeah. Spoilers for a fucking three-year-old movie. <laughs> Uh, there's no word yet on Charlie Day, Ron Perlman, or, uh, or, I, and this upset me, the, uh, the Asian actress, Rinko Kikuchi. Like, there's no word on her, and wow. I loved her in the fucking first film.
1: So it's like we don't have anybody that was yeah, in the
2: Not Nobody's confirmed yet, as far hmm. as I know. And, right. Uh, you know, it's not like I spent too much time looking into this when it's, when we're, you know, still maybe a year or two out, so. Um, I have an update. We've talked about this in the past. I have an update for you on the uh, Rambo TV series. We talked about this. I don't know if you were on that episode or not. I don't think I was. Yeah, they were developing a Rambo TV series. It is not going to be a TV series at all. Uh, It's going to be a film. And if it's successful, it will be films. Uh Uh-oh. This will be a reboot. It was originally supposed to be Rambo's son, I think, is what they were going to do for the TV series. Now, I might be wrong. I, You know, I, again, I didn't do my research. It's a fucking Rambo. It's Rambo. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get all into the internet and shit. So Correction Tuesdays or whatever the fuck you guys want to do, have at it. I don't give a fuck. Like, you guys can look into it. Um Fucking uh, little Google keyboard warriors. Um, but, yeah, the first film – uh, will be titled Rambo New Blood, which coincidentally was the name of the now-never-going-to-happen Rambo TV series. So they are wanting this to actually be kind of like a bunch of films, and they're wanting it to kind of be like James Bond, like as far as like
1: – Oh, OK. Like yeah. the moniker of Rambo? Yeah. It's, switches no,
2: Rambo. John Rambo, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Martini, shaking Nuts, no, it's not, he's not gonna be like a spy or anything like that. He's just gonna be kinda like, they just kinda like wanna turn it into a series kinda like Rambo. And I guess like, if they lose the actor, I guess they're saying they could have another guy come in and be Rambo. Rambo is the code name. Or something. So... What are you, what are your thoughts on this? Are you looking forward to the Rambo series? I was listening to the last episode of the Leftover Army podcast, yeah. uh, with, you know, Scott Shooty hosted it and stuff. Nah, let me point this out. That was fucking hilarious. Like, <laughs> I know, I, I thought it was great, but it was like funny at the beginning. Like Scott's like, uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, it was some of the, it was some of the older members of the army, you know, so you got David Isaac in there, uh-huh. you know, uh, Janine Daling and, uh-huh. uh, Scott Shooty, Joe Vitale and Eric Marrable. And Scott's like at the beginning, he's like, "Yeah, I don't, you know." So like, uh, we're not going to talk about you know how things were better back in our day and blah 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 blah, and how you had to walk, uh, you know, walk to school, you know, hill uh, up both ways and all this other shit. And right, right. Then they continued to talk about how things were better <laughs> in the old days <laughs> throughout the entire episode. Well, of
1: course, we're all old. Everything yeah. was better when we were kids.
2: Sure, sure. It's all been done it's before. What we do, right? Until we come out with virtual reality porn, oh, and then, God. then. Then, yes, I'll be calling Mr. Cialis Viagra guy Clean the suits. back up. I'll be looking for that guy's fucking number. <laughs> no. Um Charge by battery motherfucker. They talked about this. They do not want this rebooted. They said, you know, like Rambo does not fit into like this day and age and blah blah blah. And they started talking about, you know, him going through PTSD and how revolutionary that movie was. It was the first right. movie to really tackle that. Yeah. Um I mean that that had a lot to do with the time period. But think about it this way, like I'm, and I'm not saying like I want this. All I'm saying is like I remember watching. If it's maybe maybe I'm saying if it's not Stallone, I'm not down because like I remember when they came out with the the John Rambo movie just like a few years ago. Yeah, my- I loved it. Did you? I lo- yes, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was great. Did you watch it? I don't think I did. I missed
1: it. It was, was that great. The one, was that the one where he dropped the line of "Killings as easy as breathing"?
2: I. It was the one – it's the most recent one. I don't know. What the, I can't remember. I can't quote it. Because there
1: was one at late – like pre-2010. Is, was that the time period or was there one more recent than that?
2: No, it, it's the only one that they he's come out since like the, okay. the 80s. Right. Rambo 3 was the one in like the Middle East. Yeah. And like, this was the newest
1: one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I missed that one. But uh, I, I tend to agree with them. Like, And really they started to get kind of – Silly with the storylines, mm-hmm. cause originally it did have to do with a, a war vet coming back and not being able to find his place. Mm-hmm. And that message, that would not be able to continue on. Uh, it, it, I think it would just kinda of degenerate into some dude blowing shit up. Do we know when this is gonna be taking place though?
2: That's the thing, that's the mm-hmm. thing.
1: Like, do we true. expect
2: it to be in modern times? Cause like, or could they take this back? Could they take this back to the 80s? Could like, they set this in the 80s?
1: They really could, I guess. I mean, we, we saw them do it with Stranger Things where they got the time period nailed with that. Boom. That would be kind of cool to Hold see. Hold on. Let die. me throw
2: this out there to you. Uh, do you remember a little movie? And it was a little movie. It wasn't huge. It was it was Joel. I believe it was Joel Edgerton, and uh, he had to fight his brother, and his brother was jacked. It was called Warrior. Yes, I did see that. Tom Hardy yeah. is Rambo. If he can get that big. Yeah. Can you see it? I could see that. I could see that. And he's a
1: good enough actor to where he could pull that off too.
2: Well, I want you to watch – for people that think I'm fucking crazy right now, if you think that Tom Hardy can't do a really good Stallone, I want you to watch the movie called The Drop. And uh, I mean he's the closest thing I've seen to – like if they wanted to reboot Rocky (laughs) with Tom Hardy Mm -hmm. uh, or Rambo, I'm – I'm halfway there. Like I think he I think he could do it. And and I'm not saying like I want this to happen, especially if they don't cast him. But I'm just saying like Tom Hardy, watch him in The Drop and watch him in Warrior. Yeah. I mean, I think he's got the build and I think he does have the acting chops to pull off either a Rambo or
1: a Rocky. I think he I think he really does. Yeah. And if they do do this, I I would want him to do like a period piece. And have it be set back in, like, the late 70s, early 80s? Would you want – okay, so period piece? Yeah, because if they tried to do it now, it wouldn't wouldn't fit the same mold. I
2: agree, 100%. What if they tell you that, yes, we're going to do this movie and um, they haven't done any casting, but they're like, we're going to – we're going to have a – you know, like our producer executive producer or producer on the film is actually gonna be Sylvester Stallone. He's gonna be heavily involved in this. And I'm he has been heavily involved in all the Rocky movies, mm-hmm. the Rambo movies, yeah. Even the Expendables movies. And yeah. he's done a very good job with those films. Like what if they say that he's gonna be involved in this project that would help. and he's gonna help oversee this.
1: That would help because I mean him of all people, he's got a, a grip for the actual mm-hmm. narrative. So that that would keep it from getting silly and out of hand.
2: Yeah. I'd
1: watch it. I'd watch it. I'd give it a chance.
2: Yeah. Okay. Those are best case scenarios. Sure. Best case scenarios. Now let me take it down the other road. Okay. They come out with the trailer for the first one. They come out with some casting. We're just kind of like, oh, I don't know about this. Then they come out with the trailer and it's reminiscent of the Point Break reboot.
1: Oh, God.
2: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I talked about all this other stuff. Yeah. Frank, I've been talking about it. Oh, yeah, man. Tom Hardy, let's get him in there. Let's get Sylvester Stallone as, like, a producer on this thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. More than likely, what we're going to get is the Point Break reboot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think that they're going to put the care into this movie. I think it's a quick cash grab. It sounds like it. And I don't like it. Okay? So I can talk all I want to about Tom Hardy and all this other bullshit. It's probably not going to happen. It's a fucking cash grab, and they're probably just going to give us garbage. So that's what it comes down to. So. That's what I think we're gonna get. So I would rather them not reboot it. If that's yeah, gonna that's be the, the case. case, I agree. Yeah. I, I basically like everything else I was saying is like if the fucking stars aligned. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I mean that would take planning and care and. Yeah, but I, I don't. Odds are they're probably just gonna say, "Ooh, Rocky Money, Rocky oh, Rambo, Rambo."
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, and I loved Creed. Yeah, but, but he's still in there. He's right. still he's still playing Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's all I gotta say with that. I'm sure a lot of people disagree with me when it comes to even like my Tom Hardy st- comments and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm I can see that I'm though. I'm urging you to watch The Drop and then, and watch Warrior and yeah, then Warrior Warrior's come back. really
1: good. It's, it's a great fucking movie, yeah, isn't it, is. it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm surprised it didn't get a whole lot more acclaim when it came out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with this next announcement,
2: the now mint. Now-
1: With his next announcement. (laughs) yeah, it's
2: not like I just got out of the fucking dentist's office. He like pumped me full of Novacate and shit. (laughs) With his next announcement. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, with this next announcement, I don't think we're ever gonna see Jay again. Because Deadline reports that Universal has ordered a script for a live action Voltron movie. Oh shit. Holy shit. (laughs) Uh, here's the quote. Uh, Universal now has a live action Voltron film that is being scripted by by David Hayter. David, why you got to be a hater? <laughs> yeah, no, that was a lame joke. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed your pity laugh though, Frank. Thank you. That made me feel good. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, Yeah, I, hopefully hopefully, I'll be able to find some Viagra for my fucking humor by the end of this podcast. <laughs> uh, let's see. David Hater, he's the X-Men and Watchmen scribe who is also uh, dialed into the fanboy set as the voice of Solid Snake in the English versions of the Metal Gear Solid franchise. Mm -hmm. The article goes on to say, The studio would not comment on where it all is going to go, and it seems up in the air because it is an inherited project. Universal will get a script draft and make decisions, but it certainly has the branded franchise potential that is to major studios. So, script has been ordered. That does not mean that Universal is gonna go ahead and make this film. Right. Which, I mean, you're talking about a studio that's made a lot of money off of, uh, the Transformers films. Yeah. It's Universal. They, they did it. They did, did Universal. They? Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Universal Studios and uh, fucking, uh, yeah, another country had it. No, they've even got it here now. Florida, the, yeah. yeah, they get. Yeah, it's universal. I, I don't know why I'm fucking thinking Paramount for some fucking reason.
1: Damn it! Now I am too.
2: It, isn't that fucked up, Frank? It is. <laughs> do, do I have to look this shit up? You know what I mean. Fuck, if, we, if we don't,
1: oh, we're, gonna fuck anyway. yeah, we're gonna get corrected anyway.
2: I don't want to get corrected. You fucking <laughs> assholes, tweeting me and shit. <laughs> You okay, fucking uh, – everybody that listens to this thing is a fucking poindexter, Frank.
1: Those be <laughs> – those piece of shit Transformers shows, those aren't made by Paramount. It's
2: it's fuck, It's Paramount, so I'm glad oh, I look. Yeah, it's fucking Paramount. It's
1: not universal. It's not universal, man. It's Paramount.
2: Some asshole, his fucking uncle works for Paramount. He's going to let me know about it.
1: He already had a half an email typed up before you looked yeah, it up. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Now he's hitting
2: delete, God you? damn it. All yeah, right, guys. I get can, away with
1: it this time. I can hear
2: the clicking right now. <laughs>
1: delete, delete, delete. delete. I'm oh, no,
2: no, we're going to get, I can't believe you. Th- thought it was universal you stupid fucks (laughs) (laughs) for like those five seconds (laughs) i could have sworn universal studios has like the Transformers shit though right
1: uh they got a lot of harry potter stuff don't they yeah i could have sworn universal
2: studios has like a transformers fucking ride in like uh like universal studios singapore or some
1: bullshit if i know (laughs) no hold on let me look this up now we we got the transformers on loan from paramount studios
2: Uh, Transformers Yeah, here we go Yeah, Universal Studios Transformers ride So God forbid I thought it was the same fucking studio (laughs) Yeah, it's in Singapore And I was right (laughs) Boom! I'll give you the fucking address 8 Sentosa Gateway, Singapore, you sons of fucks (laughs) Have fun (laughs) (laughs) Here's the address, go fuck yourself This is real fun to listen to, Frank. <laughs> these, these episodes of just me and you are fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Transformers rights in Singapore.
1: Singapore! Yeah,
2: never, this is not even my fucking notes. All right, so Fuck. anyway, fucking that. Uh, a Voltron script has been ordered by... uh by Universal, who has nothing to do <laughs> trans- the Transformers. <laughs> no man. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me spin this. Let me spin this. Frank. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me spin this. All right, in our favor. So Universal has seen the success of Paramount <laughs> and the success that they've with the Transformers franchise. Oh. Another, tra- another franchise from the nineteen eighties. Yeah, is making a lot of money.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: As much as you don't like those movies, Frank, making a lot of money. Yeah, with the Transformers films. So now. Now, Universal is like, can we have our own Transformers?
1: They got to get Michael Bay.
2: And they already saw, like, how well Voltron did on Netflix, you know? <laughs> it, I mean, it's, it's captivated Jay's attention.
1: <laughs> so,
0: one episode. <laughs>
2: so much that he's been binging it this entire time. That's where he's been. That's where he's been. He's been watching and rewatching Voltron City over there at the Piper house. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can't get enough. So, yeah, man. Fucking <clears> – <throat> What are you, what are you thinking? I mean, would you, would, would you want to see another big robot movie? I mean, we've already had Pacific Rim, which we just talked about. We got Transformers. Would you, would you want to see a live action Voltron or do you think they're going to Power Ranger the fuck out of this thing? And I'm sorry to any of our listeners that are huge Power Ranger fans, but hey, the trailer for the new Power Rangers. I thought it was all right. It's all right. I thought it was all right. I, you know what? You know what I did like about it. You know what I did like about What'd it. What'd you like about it? I saw kids getting powers and having fun with them. Yeah, I like, like that.
1: Instead of it being like a <laughs> burden. Yes. Oh, um,
2: my name's Luke Cage, and why am I so fucking strong? <laughs> why do I have to be so fucking strong and so
1: goddamn attractive? <laughs> my my skin is indestructible. It's Damn, a curse. It's a curse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Ah, fuck that shit, dude. Ah, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, getcha. You no, know, I was uh, like, you know, the Power Rangers trailer that came out. Man, I was like watching kids like jumping canyons
1: and shit. Like
2: that's the kind of shit. Like they're fucking like jumping canyons, like little, you know?
1: Yeah, that's what I do. I'd find yeah. some fucked up shit to do with my powers. Yeah, me too. Well, well, what kind? Of, I don't even want to know what kind of <laughs> fucked up shit you're doing with your powers. Frank. I don't even know what powers I'd have, but I would find yeah. a way to fuck them up. Yeah, you
2: would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, you'd find a way to get a restraining order against <laughs> you with those powers.
1: What's that guy doing on the side of the building? Why his pants off?
2: <laughs> Why is he masturbating into a crew sock?
1: <laughs> oh, that's Brian. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't. It, okay, so it's going to end up, if they did it, it would be kind of like the Transformers, where it's not going to be like. What we saw from our childhood. So you're going to have those people who are like, oh, my childhood's ruined and all that. Mm-hmm. But I think the bigger issue with it is, is when you have big robots, like Pacific Rim's one of the only movies that they get the scale right. Yeah, they really like, did. You get the sense of how big these robots are and how they're fighting and shit. And one of the issues they would have is like, okay, so you got the lions who are so much bigger than the people, mm-hmm. and then those combine into an even bigger robot. Right. The scale, the pacing, I think those are the bigger things that they would have problems with mm-hmm. uh in, in order for it to feel right on screen. And anymore, everybody's so CG heavy. I, I just wouldn't have a whole lot of hope for it. I'd watch it. I think I've got enough Voltron, though, off of the cartoon remake. I'm saying fuck the Voltron reboot or uh, film.
2: Live action, yeah. Give me a Robotech movie. That would be cool as shit. Give me Robotech. That would be good. Yeah, do that. Do that instead. Give me Robotech. Aliens... Fucking, uh, you know, battle Max. Yeah. Get, that's what I want. That would be cool. Yeah. Something
1: that we haven't already got. Yeah. Like, if you need to get your Voltron fixed, there it is on Netflix. Yeah. I, I don't need a live action version of it. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. I mean, if, if, <laughs> if, if they can
2: get the right people behind it, uh, that's I a tall order, though. I know. I know. So, um, We'll see. I don't know. Voltron's cool, but yeah, I don't want it to. I, I want it. I don't want it to. I want. I, I, I want it to be more. Like, I want it to be like Pacific Rim visually. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But Like, am I gonna get that? Probably, Probably not. not.
1: Yeah. What I think a lot of it is too is like Hollywood gets into these phases where they get all on board with something. Like in the mm-hmm. mid nineties, we had. All the apocalypse movies, yes. like Day After Tomorrow and yes. uh, Armageddon and shit. Oh yeah, we had volcano
2: movies, right? So they're, we had volcano and Dante's Peak. Yeah, no shit. Armageddon, Deep
1: Impact. Yeah. yeah, and then like I think they're hearing buzz about the Power Ranger movie, which mm-hmm. is Combiners and shit. And they're like, oh, okay, well we could just take this property and do that and strike while the iron's hot. Mm-hmm. It's just I think it's just reactionary. A lot a lot of movies that
2: come out now are reactionary, like you see a trend in it, like mm-hmm. think about like okay uh, i I can break it down on every genre, comic book movies mm mm-hmm. we're getting a ton of those, oh, like yeah. never before, yeah, because why because they're doing well, like they're even pulling out properties from they're pulling properties out from everything, and like we're getting properties on t v now I mean like we're gonna get a runaways on hulu, I mean that's crazy, right it's like Even with horror movies, now we've seen, like, the low-budget horror movie. Like, horror movies, like, weren't doing well, and, like, a lot of people weren't seeing them. So what do we do? We make low-budget horror movies. Right. So now we've got, like, these horror movies that are made for $10 million or $5 million or even less. Mm -hmm. And that's where all of our horror movies are coming from now. Right. Low-budget horror – like, paranormal activity was, like – huge for like the longest time and like bloom house productions like that's all they do is they make these movies that are under five million dollars and they're horror movies and now now we're seeing like jurassic park jurassic park kind of like jurassic world like kind of like reinvigorated like these monsters too it did so well so now it's like you know godzilla did pretty good too so like let's make a Skull Island movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we're getting that. that. And then like they already like fast tracked like King Kong versus Godzilla. Like that's supposed to come out after right. all this shit's, after Godzilla 2. So it's like, yeah, we're seeing a trend of all these different fucking movies and now we're
1: getting like the robot shit. Mm-hmm. And like for whatever reason we got this resurgence of video game movie shit yeah. too. Cause yeah, we you got World of Warcraft that came out. Now we got, uh, no, just Assassin's, Assassin's War- Creed coming Assassin's
2: Creed. Yeah, it's just called Warcraft. It's not called World of Warcraft. Fuck it. So.
1: that thing but yeah. yeah I mean and and there's you know other shit that's still on the back burner that they haven't come out with yet like the last of Us movies still kind of milling around and shit what do you think about that that would be good that, that's actually got a good narrative mm-hmm. and they it's in like uh post apocalyptic infection type movie mm-hmm. and those are always really popular yeah and the story itself is really good that would be very that would be something I'd see yeah I because that's watch not it. like that's not like action bullshit that they got to try to come up with a story for. Mm. It's already got the story in it. Don't you think, though, it would be better in kind of like a long form? I mean, and it's already kind of being done
2: with like, you know, Walking Dead.
1: Uh, yes do, you think they could do no. it? You think they could do it in short form? Like a, like a film? Uh, Give me two hours? Two hours is kind of hard because of all, like that story, especially because of all the different changes. Mm. That would have to be. Like, uh, either a couple of movies, or I would rather, you know, something we don't see, I would rather see something like that be done on like a Netflix. You have it be like a short series, mm-hmm. just a one-off, and it doesn't have to continue on. Just, here you go, here's six episodes six to or whatever. Six eight episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it short, nice and tight, get the narrative across, and then just be done with I it. Know. It doesn't have to be a two-hour if people hour love it If
2: people love it, For though, Frank, they'll never just end at one
1: season. They can't.
2: Uh, <sighs> and then, and Give then, then it more. gets watered down. Yeah, I know. I got to get more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's how it happens. So...
2: Alright, uh, we've been yammering on for about a fucking hour, so oh. what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break, uh, you know, it might even, it'll be a quick break for you, I might, I might, I might fucking go beat off into a crew sock, for all you know. <laughs> Not one of
1: mine, god damn it. That'll be a quick break too. <laughs> So. I got some bushes off the side of the house You want me to go beat off into some bushes? I don't give a fuck as long as it ain't into my socks No
2: man, I want I want your softest socks
1: Oh my god, I got some wool ones <laughs> Just don't grip too tight, it might break the skin
2: Oh man, alright, yeah You, What kind of fabric softener do you use? Downy? Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) I got the liquid shit that you put in the washer, too. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Be back in 10. Welcome back.
1: Break time's
2: over. Break time's over. I had fun.
1: <laughs> That's a quick little session.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like to call that the old sock hop. <laughs> I like to call that what I just did there. Little
1: trip to the spank tank.
2: Yeah, my old yeah built-in spankerchief. <laughs> you know the old cum shoot. Uh, yeah. If this is your first time listening. It's been fun having you. Um hey, you know what? We're gonna move into uh I'm gonna move back into that sock. Now <laughs> that I'm talking about it. Jeez. It's been a long <laughs> feels so good
1: getting back into it.
2: Yeah, it does. Oh my gosh. That snuggle bear name he was talking about. <laughs> Didn't he? Oh man. Oh. Oh. Anytime I see that little fucker bounce into like a pile of <laughs> pile of sheets, <laughs> I get turned on. <laughs> all right let's move into some marvel news (laughs) frank (laughs) you're losing it man Uh, neither of us have been drinking this episode i know not a drop not a drop i just got mountain dew i got nothing i'm I'm just
1: fucked up normally
2: (laughs) pretty much (laughs) all right let's move into marvel news Marvel news. Marvel news. Marvel news. All right. Uh, actor Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man in the Sony-slash-MCU films, talked with THR recently, and he revealed his contract status. Ooh. He said, quote, They give you options, and those could be exercised whenever, like a cameo in Avengers. I'm unclear as to which movies, though. I do know I have three Spider-Man appearances, Uh, and three, uh, so he's talking about three Spider-Man appearances in other movies and three solo movies contracted. Holy shit. But if you have another movie, Marvel is so good at working around it. They're very respectful of your life. Really? They understand that you have to work on other movies and they try and fix it up so you can work around each other. So, he's basically saying that, you know, he's got other projects going on. And we've seen this, you know, we saw Chris Evans came out with, uh, what was that movie? Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer, yeah. Uh, you know, and you got, uh, you know, yeah, Thor. Chris Hemsworth has been doing a ton of shit. Like, uh, you know, he did the National Lampoon's cameo. He did, uh. He was in Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. He was in Black Hat. Um, I find it interesting, though. And let me see if I can find this. I took a screenshot of it. There's an article that I read today and it said uh, that's not what it was I (laughs) took a screenshot took a screenshot of a of a reddit post I'll read that it has nothing to do with Marvel news but it says (laughs) every Scooby Doo episode would literally be two minutes long if the gang went to the mask (laughs) the mask store first and asked a few questions (laughs) I don't know why I found that so funny (laughs) But I thought it was pretty fucking hilarious. Um where is do I have that screenshot? Yeah, here it is. Here's the here's the article that I read and I just talked about uh, you know, how uh, Tom Holland says that, you know, Marvel, you know, they're really good with working out uh, films for you and working around you. Yeah, yeah. Here's the article. It's titled Jeremy Renner is worried his filming schedule for Avengers will prevent him from teaming up with Tom Cruise for a new mission impossible movie kind of contradicts exactly what tom holland said yeah but hopefully they can work around i loved renner in the last one i yeah. thought he was really good in mm-hmm. it so i just thought that was interesting but yeah but now uh we can rest easy knowing that we got tom holland for at least six movies so i i would say that those other appearances are just going to be other marvel movies of course they're going to be like in you know infinity wars oh sure yeah. and stuff like that yeah so that's what I'm guessing. I'm thinking if he's involved in anything else, it's probably probably like cameos, and those won't count towards those films.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. they want some actual screen time with him. if yeah. it's going to be
2: part of the contract. Right. So, yeah, that's cool. Spider-Man, we got him for three movies, uh, three solo movies, and then three other movies. Uh, the actress uh, Zendaya, uh, who many believe to be playing Mary Jane in the Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. recently talked with THR and talked about her character in the movie, whose placeholder name is Michelle... So that doesn't, you know, it's just a placeholder name. Sure. Okay. Right. And uh, what she revealed about her character in the Spider-Man film sounds nothing like Mary Jane. Here's her mm. quote. My character is not romantic. Okay. Boom. Right there. It yeah, yeah. does not sound like Mary Jane. <laughs> my character is very dry, awkward, in- intellectual. And because she's so smart, she just feels like she doesn't need to talk to people. Like, my brain is so far ahead of you that you're just not really on my level. So she comes off very weird. But to me, she is very cool because she's deep. She's always thinking about something, always reading. And I like that. And I also like that I really, that I don't really have to do anything for my hair and makeup. I just get to walk in and walk out. That sounds nothing like Mary Jane. Right. Yeah. So are they reinventing the character? So like, basically my question to you is, is she going to be Mary Jane? Gwen Stacy, who this could be? Yeah. Or is she going to be a new character? Hm. Like based off these statements. Like we could be wrong, and I'm not saying like if you're wrong, like, you know, fuck for you. Sure. I can't believe that you thought that she was so and so or blah 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 because like based off these statements, like for me, based off these statements, she does not sound like Mary Jane.
1: No. I mean, it sounds like she's like sciency.
2: Yeah, are they reinventing the character of Mary Jane? They Yeah.
1: That's ba- I, I don't like it. No. Yeah, me either.
2: It doesn't sound like Marvel Studios either. It sounds no. like like they've been pretty like true to like these characters, I'd say for yeah, the most I part. Yeah. I mean, you
1: don't want to really try to jack with shit. Their best bet if they're going to try to try something new is just to do a new mm-hmm. character. That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. Like from these statements from what
2: she's saying, yeah. I would say that they're talking about a new character. Yeah. Like, now now if they reveal that she's Gwen Stacy or they reveal that she's Mary Jane, then whatever. Yeah. But from these statements, I think like you know if i'm playing detective i'd be like oh it sounds like a new new character doesn't right. sound like anybody. It sounds more like Gwen Stacy, but right. on the flip side, she comes out at the very beginning and says, "My character is not, not romantic. romantic." Yeah, right. I'm so. kind of
1: intrigued by that. I like that idea. I, I don't. I'm not such a big fan of all these fucking romantic entanglements in these. Movies. Oh, I am. I know you are. I just, I just, I'd rather somebody be interesting without it. No, but so that's like that's Spider Man, man. I mean, that's Spider Man. Well, right. There's always,
2: there's always a Gwen Stacy or a Mary Jane. That's just Spider Man, dude. For sure,
1: but she doesn't have to fill that role. Yeah, I'm no, not saying right. that
2: she does, but I'm yeah, saying yeah. like later on down the line, you have to have one of those well, characters. Yeah. There has to be a romantic interest. Yeah,
1: of, so many of his story arcs have to What is he, like, asexual, you know? It's like, <laughs> fuck, our new Spider-Man is asexual. You know? <laughs> the spider bit him in the dick. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you think that that would increase your... Yeah? Yeah. Endowment. Yeah. Yeah, you think it would. Yeah. Uh, why are we talking about this <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah i't i I think she's probably a new character, but you know what and and, and and if you're right,
2: I would say no i it sounds like you're right based on her statements, yeah, so that's one of those things we'll find out I yeah. mean either they've reinvented the character of Mary Jane or changed the character of Gwen Stacy, or it's a new character yeah so I don't know, I'm not committing to any of them, but if, if done to my head, I'm saying new character. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Tom Holland also dropped this bit of info about the new Spider-Man Homecoming movie when he talked to THR. Here are more statements about that movie. He says, Every decision we make on set is based off how a kid would react in the situation. So every fight scene we have is designed in a way that's almost child-friendly. So he never actually punches anyone. Huh. It's all done kind of by accident. I think the biggest difference is his youth and innocence. So he is saying in this movie, Spider-Man will not throw a single punch. Now, all the DC fanboys out there will be saying, this is some Marvel Kitty bullshit. Oh, yeah. They this will. is some Marvel Kitty bullshit. Hold on. Let me throw this out there. Hold on. That doesn't mean that the villains aren't going to be throwing punches people. Oh right. All right. And you know what, I'm also going to throw this out there. If you're going to say Marvel Kitty bullshit, oh, he's not going to throw any punches. You know what? I think it's going to be a lot harder to choreograph these fight scenes with him not throwing a punch. It's right. going to be it's going it's going to make them be more creative. And in every other Marvel movie, Frank, We got fists
1: flying. It's it's
2: fisticuffs in every other fucking
1: movie. You know Uh what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, we got to see a good glimpse of him using his shit in Civil War. That didn't have to do with him throwing punches and yeah. shit, and it was fun. Yeah, explore the ranges of the character with his abilities. Yeah, I'm I'm with that. He's like a 15 year old kid. You know, he's not thinking about you know
2: punching a villain in the face, and he's also worried about this. He's got to be worried about this too. We don't know who he's going to fight in this movie, right? Uh, except for uh you, you know what I mean. We we do know that uh, the, 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 we are going to talk about Michael Keaton and his role. It's been yeah. revealed, mm-hmm. but like we don't know like if he's going to be fight, fighting like you know thugs. Sure. And gangsters. Right. Stuff like that. And that, I want to see that. That, That's some of my favorite stuff. Like, you've been watching The Flash recently. Yeah. mm -hmm. Don't you love it? Like, the beginning of, like, most of the episodes, like, he just takes on, like, regular, common street
1: criminals. Oh, yeah. And he does fucked up shit. Like, he, there was one time he caught up to a car and swapped out Joe in the driver's seat, and all of a sudden the criminal looks over and the cops driving. It's great.
2: I mean, those, some, uh, that's, I love just seeing those kind of scenes, and I think The Flash does it really well. And I felt like in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh, for as much as I didn't love that movie, uh-huh. um, the first time around when I watched it, I did like seeing him just catch common criminals. I love that kind of shit. I loved the scene where he also, like, you know, helped the firemen stop the fire and all that other stuff. Right, you know, yeah. I love shit like that. Yeah, it's cool. I love just seeing, like, superheroes being super doing superhero stuff. And I now if he's fighting regular thugs and regular criminals, he's got, like, he's a superhero. He's got super strength. Yep. If he punches one of them, he could kill them. Oh yeah, and he's worried about that. He's fifteen. You know what I mean? This uh-huh. is like coming into puberty. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you don't know what you're capable of yet. You people know that I mean? age
1: are physically awkward anyway. They right. don't know how big they are, strong they are. Shit. It, yeah. So now he's got all this on top of it.
2: Yeah, and he's a kid. He doesn't. He's not out. He's not one to punch people and hurt people and yeah, kill people. Right. He just wants to do the right thing. And sometimes, like being an awkward kid, doing the right thing. Uh, you gotta find other ways to do it. Right. And I think this is gonna be, I think it's gonna make, I think it's gonna push the producers. Uh, the director, you know, it's going to push them a lot harder, especially like the guys that are doing the, the fighting choreograph, you know, that they're choreographing the fighting yeah. scenes. It's going to push them a lot harder to find ways to have him stop criminals without him throwing punches. I think throwing punches is easy. Right. And if I want to see throwing punches, I'll watch a Captain America movie. Yeah. But for right now with a young
1: Peter Parker, I think this is a pretty inventive and cool way to do it. And I think it's a really good opportunity for them to like expand his personality through mm-hmm. the fights. Yeah. And make these fights awkward and fun on yeah. the flip side yeah we yeah. haven't had a lot of that
2: yeah um it's more Marvel kitty bullshit whatever like alright what, alright <laughs> I, I, I can hear that shit yammering on behind me right now somewhere <laughs> out there you know some of these DC fanboys you know
1: it's too jokey <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's but that's jokey. a character that's supposed to be jokey.
2: Well, a lot of them are. A lot, even Doctor Strange. read the Doctor Strange comics, people. You act like it's all dark and shit. It's not. I mean, it, there's some dark shit that happens, but he's still a very funny character and charismatic. So, you got nothing to nope. say on that. Sorry. I laid the bait out and you were like, not taking it Yeah, I was with you not all today. the way up to that not point. Today. You know, hold on, let me throw this out there because we got some emails about this shit. I'm not going to read them this oh, week. Oh God. But no, I, I am going to, th- I guess the movie for me being a fan of the comics and all that stuff, like I, I kind of got it. And also like in the movie, like you, you wanted that montage of him training and how long he's been there. I got it. I I felt like he had been there for a while. It was either Mordo or the Ancient One that said, you know, you've been here a long time. They said that to him at one point. And I mean even um, Rachel McAdams when she bumps into him again when he, Mm -hmm. you know, creates the portal – you know, she acted like he's been gone for like a long time, and he sent her email after email after email, which made me think that he'd been there for a long time. Maybe the movie could have done, like, maybe the movie could have given us like a, an idea of how long he was gone. But they Something. did. Something. But they they just they they were very vague. So I guess if that affected affected your entire movie going experience, that you feel like everything just came easy to him. You're calling that <laughs>
1: superpowers, reading books, and being diligent. Yeah, that's what she told him.
2: The, 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 the first thing that uh, the ancient one told him when, she got, when he got there was uh, – she's like, how did you become a great uh, neurosurgeon? By studying and reading books. Well, how do you become a great fucking sorcerer? Well, by doing the same fucking thing. She spelled it out for him, Frank. We can agree to disagree.
1: Yeah, we have to. <laughs>
2: you frank
1: <laughs> real quick on that the time crunch thing yeah uh so he had the award that was labeled 2016 yeah. so in that time he got in the car wreck mm-hmm. he healed from like the life-threatening portion of the the injuries yeah he went to Buck fucking two or wherever the hell it yeah. was read all the goddamn books he went through the whole shit with the movie and then at the end he's having a talk with thor yeah and he it's twenty sixteen and he's already got a list of people who've already been around for like eight fucking years.
2: Yeah. It just didn't yeah. Well, he's got more access to to the information now. I mean, even like Wong was uh you know, dropped uh, dropped some knowledge about um he said something about the Avengers and then he also said something about um the Infinity Stone. Yeah. And, uh.
1: Cause the I am Agamotto. Yeah. So. I don't know. It worked
2: for me. I was fine with it.
1: Oh well. Yeah, it's my loss. It's
2: kind of bland. You didn't like it. <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. At least we agree on some other things. Oh yeah. Uh, Kevin Feige in an interview with the Toronto Sun recently revealed that, uh, re- revealed what Michael Keaton's role will be in the upcoming Spider-Man homecoming. Yes. Uh, with this quote we've had a wish list and most of them in the near term are coming together. Kate Blanchett is playing Hela in Thor Ragnarok, Michael Keaton's Vulture in Spider-Man is something, and of course we're showcasing Josh Brolin's Thanos in Avengers Infinity War. We're looking forward to that very much. The big takeaway from that, to no one's surprise, we all saw it coming. Michael Keaton will be playing the Vulture. Yeah. Um, There was more concept art of the Vulture costume that dropped online. It's way different. Uh, Yeah, I would say it is way different than the San Diego Comic-Con concept art that we saw earlier in the summer. Um, I don't know. Did you see the picture? No. Uh-uh. Um, I wouldn't mind taking a look at that. I will pause, and I will show you exactly what it looks like. All right. So, Frankie, had a chance to look at it. Yeah. Um, it looks different than the San Diego Comic-Con concept art. The wings were a lot bigger in that concept art. Yeah. Uh, now we've got uh, this suit, and I don't know if it's official. I'll throw this up on Facebook if I can remember to. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, he's – definitely rocking the bane jacket. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I like that. You liked
1: it? I like it.
2: Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a uh leather bomber jacket it, and it it's got like, fur up at the the, top. the fur at the top it looks very bane like. He's got the wings. He's got like these metal boots that look like talons. I can't tell if you – is that jeans <laughs> he's wearing? he's kind of he, look like he's it. Wearing some Levi Strauss. What the fuck is going on there? <laughs> and uh the mask, I don't know. I don't even know how to what to say about that? He, he looks tough. I mean, you, you can't have you can't have him looking like the vulture from the comics. No. You can't have like uh an old guy with <laughs> with feathers. You know what I mean? Giant beak for a hat? <laughs> I, you can't do it. You can't do it. Hanging around with little kids and shit. You know what I mean? You can't do it. I I think uh this this looks it looks. I mean, it looks kind of badass.
1: I like it. Yeah. yeah,
2: and it's Michael Keaton.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I think he'll bring enough intensity. Like people buy it. Let me throw this out there too. Yeah. What if at the beginning of the movie. And they talked about this. I, th- I think I read like I think I read somewhere that um, who's the mom? Who's the mom? Who's uh not mom. Who's uh, uh Aunt May. Who's playing that? Marissa oh, Tomei? Yeah, Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Mm-hmm. Marissa Tomei. <laughs> no, but Marissa Tomei is playing Aunt May. And so um Marissa Toe Aunt May. I'm trying to, I know. Yeah, I'm trying to combine it. <laughs> Aunt Toe May. Okay. Now, um, so I think I heard like she's got like a, a love interest, a new love interest okay. at the beginning of this movie. And like for some reason, like I think people were saying like, oh, what if she's dating, you know, Tony Stark? You know, they kind of hit it off in the last movie. And yeah. Like, and I think he's still dealing with the whole Pepper Potts thing. Yeah. Okay. So what if she's dating Michael Keaton?
1: That'd be a little fucked up, wouldn't that be kind of fucked up? It'd be like some Jerry Dandridge bullshit from Fright Night. Yeah, I don't
2: know. You're keeping your enemies kind of close to home, though. I think it's interesting.
1: I think Ooh. I think it'd be kind of cool. That'd be a little harrowing for him. Yeah, he'd be like freaking out and shit. Yeah, yeah.
2: I don't know. I I, I could be wrong, but I think they might have done something in the comics too with that. I don't know if her. I know she married Doc Ock or something in some oh, fucking fuck. comic, yeah, or something. I don't
1: know. It's the tentacles. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I think it'd be kind of interesting if they uh, introduced him as dating her.
1: That'd be cool. They could, yeah. like, keep it a secret at first and have her going yeah. on dates and him not knowing who the fuck it is, and then all of a sudden he shows up and he's there. Right. And he's, like, freaking out worse than he did when Tony was there with her.
2: Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, where am I? Yeah, so Michael Keaton as the vulture. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, let's see here. Kevin Feige also teased unexpected team ups in the Infinity films, which I think, <laughs> which I think he's strictly talking about MCU characters. I think that this. I think some people read this and I think I think they think it's code for uh, like uh, Daredevil or Luke Cage popping up.
1: Oh, that's not going to happen. Well,
2: I, I agree. I agree. I mean. I think, like, people say, oh, uh, unexpected team-ups? No, I think they're talking about, you know, like, fucking, like, uh, Rocket Raccoon hanging out with Tony Stark, uh, you know, like, that kind of a team-up. Yeah. But I guarantee you, there's people out there saying, oh, oh, that means Daredevil and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and Iron Fist are going to show up.
1: Yeah, unexpected team-ups, that's what that means. Nah, they're not going to do that. You'll see stuff from the MCU stuff happen on their level, but, Mm -hmm. like... Other than maybe like a passing thing, like a comment about how we've got some street level heroes cleaning up here and there, that's it. In the, I don't even think that they'll do that in the movie. Yeah, I they, don't. You're not gonna see them like in this.
2: the The TV shows reference the TV shows reference what's happening in the MCU, like very, like very vaguely, not yeah. vaguely, but just. Very flippantly, like well, they
1: just—they don't even mention specifics. They just right. call it the
2: incident, right? The incident, yeah, exactly. And they,
1: they like maybe talk about like, oh, well, this happened from the sky, and they're doing this yeah. and that.
2: That's it, right? And so the the movies have like no respect for like the TV stuff at all, Netflix or Agents of Shield, right? Nothing. So I don't know. I uh, I think it'll just. I think what he's talking about is just unexpected team ups, like you know. Like, you know, maybe, you know, Doctor Strange hanging out with Spider-Man. Right. Uh, You know, uh, Scarlet Witch hanging out with uh, the Hulk or some shit. You know Ant-Man with Drax. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Just bizarre shit. Ant-Man and Drax. That'd be great. (laughs) That would be good. Paul Rudd interacting. (laughs) Fuck yeah. That'd be fantastic. That'd be good. It's a great team up. Yeah, I think it's stuff like that. I do too. I do too. Uh, THR had an interesting article about the future of Fox Marvel films, uh, that everyone seemed to interpret as Fox making a deal with Marvel Studios soon. Um, I don't see that, but here's the article. Fox has had movie rights to Marvel's X-Men characters since the 1990s. Well, before Marvel became its own studio and Fox ostensibly launched the modern comic book movie with the 2000s X-Men. But now, after some highs, lows, and one reset, there are signs of wear and tear on a franchise that has grossed more than $4 billion. Apocalypse, directed by Brian Singer, earned $544 million worldwide, a sharp drop from the $748 million made by the previous entry, X-Men Days of Future Past. What's more, stars Jennifer Lawrence, Michael Fassbender, James McAvoy, and Nicholas Holt have come to the end of their three-picture contracts. If new studio chairman, Stacey Snyder, wants them to return, they won't come cheap. Uh, this is a quote from box office analyst Paul Degarabidian. Degarabidian! Wow. Degarabidian, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, that guy's probably got carpal tunnel from signing his fucking name. Uh, you're gauged by the success of the franchise. Uh, this one didn't endanger the love of previous movies. It's time to go back to the drawing board. It's a quote from a box office analyst. So he's saying that they need to go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, there are signs of paint shipping as well. Other signs of paint shipping as well. Fox solidly performing Wolverine spinoff series winds down with Logan, which is meant to be the last of the Hugh Jackman fronted movies. Uh, in addition, Gambit, a solo spin-off movie to start Channing Tatum, failed to start production this year as planned. And in August lost its director, Doug Lyman. And in perhaps the most unexpected development, Deadpool director Tim Miller pulled out of the sequel October 22nd after feuding with star Ryan Ryan Reynolds. um, Deadpool was a surprise massive hit in February, so the studio has moved quickly to fill the sequel's director's chair with John Wick's David Leitch now in in negotiations and in a sign of how much faith it has in the Reynolds-starring franchise Fox already is planning Deadpool 3, readying a filmmaker search for a storyline that will involve another X team, X-Force, says sources. So I, we're going to talk about all this, but like I, what I found interesting about Deadpool 3 is that they said even if, you know, it sounds like even if David Leitch gets the job for Deadpool 2, he's not a lock for Deadpool 3. Right. Um, and then I've heard the rumor that, uh, Simon Kinberg, back when he was talking about um, making an X-Force movie, mm-hmm. he was wanting to make it rated R. So if they actually take the X-Force movie and instead of making it its own m- movie and yeah. just put it into the Deadpool film, yeah, definitely getting that R rating. Oh, yeah. And I think it, I don't know. I, I like that. I like that a lot better. I like that a lot better than just making, like, an X-Force film. Yeah. I think if you take those characters and, like, introduce them into a Deadpool film, I like that a lot more.
1: Yeah. I mean, also because of the success that that had, it's kind of like their bright, shining star now. I mean, they're mm-hmm. losing Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. And all, a lot of these Fox films have been so hit and miss mm-hmm. that they're trying to hitch that wagon to that star. And it might be a little early. I don't know. Um The thing that concerns me there is, like, okay, so to what extent are they going to let Ryan Reynolds have a say in what goes on with Deadpool 3? Or, yeah.
2: So, I mean, it depends on the success of Deadpool 2. Right. I mean.
1: Well, I mean, it just seems like we're putting the cart before the horse a little bit. Deadpool 2 is not even in production. Yeah, but, like, why not fast track it?
2: good, I mean, they're probably wanting to keep that money train going they I mean uh, with something like okay, something like this, I have no problem with them saying, Oh yeah, let's green light fucking De- uh, Deadpool three it's fantastic four when they green lit like w- when they started making like the new trank fantastic Four, and they had already greenlit the second one before the first one even came out and bombed in theaters all
1: right, I guess
2: I'm just saying like it sounds like the studio has a lot of faith in Deadpool, and I think they should
1: right. I don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not saying there's necessarily anything wrong with it, but they're they're definitely mm-hmm. tying everything into him. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I think you can
2: tie X Force into Deadpool, though. I think that works. Okay, I think that works. Gotcha. It's yeah, not there's a been scratch. there no not at all. I mean, there's been plenty of Cable and Deadpool team up books.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: And they're already introducing Cable into the second movie. It's not right. na- it. Naturally, makes sense that they would introduce X Force into the third movie. Sure,
1: and it is a good thing for them to get a little bit of distance away from characters that they've dealt with before, too.
2: Yeah, yeah, and we want to see more characters, right? I mean, yeah, I, as much as I loved, you know, fucking uh, Colossus in the first movie, and I loved Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah, you know, um, I want to see them. I want to see them bring in some X-Force characters and bring them into this movie. I don't think I'd want to see an X-Force solo film, R-rated solo film. I think it makes more sense and it would be more fun in the Deadpool movie. That's the only thing – I got – I'm going to trust Fox with Deadpool. Like what they've done is just fantastic. So it's the X-Men universe that I'm worried about. and I got more more of that article. Oh. That I want to read here. Um, the rest of the article says elsewhere, the reset button has been pressed. Sources say the flagship series will be reconfigured with Simon Kidberg, overseer of the franchise as producer and writer working on a new script. Singer who directed four X-Men movies will not be returning, according to insiders, but the script is being written by, uh, written with Lawrence, Fassbender, and McAvoy optimistically in mind. So, yeah, it sounds like, it doesn't sound like they're hitting like the reset button though. It doesn't. Like, if you're bringing those characters back, how much are you resetting this universe? If you're wanting to. Right. Do I think that they're going to be able to get Lawrence back? Jennifer Lawrence? No. No. Do I think or that, not? No. Do I think that they can get Fastbender back? Yes. Yeah. Fastbender has actually expressed interest in coming back and playing the character again. Yeah. McAvoy? I don't know. 50 50?
1: Yeah.
2: 50 50? I don't know. Um. They also go, and after being on hold as Tatum shot Steven Soderbergh's Logan, Lucky, Gambit should move back into active development with a new filmmaker. So Tatum's in a movie called Logan, Lucky? Okay, that's news to me. Anyway, um, one of Fox's best hopes may be The New Mutants, a spinoff featuring superpowered teens with some overlap with the flagship X-Men. According to sources, director Josh Boone uh, – he's the director from The Fault in Our Stars – could even begin rolling cameras by spring. Yeah, that's a, that's a movie we haven't heard about in a while, that New Mutants movie. Yeah. I don't know, man. It just – it doesn't make sense. I mean I I didn't write it down here, but I, I mean I even heard like rumors like in the next movie, like the last one was set in the 80s, the X-Men mm-hmm. film. Yeah. Like, they're wanting to have the next one in the 90s and bring back, you know, uh, what's-her-face from Game of Thrones and then uh, – Sophie Turner? Yeah, Sophie Turner and then the uh, the Cyclops kid, whatever the fuck his name is. I can't remember. Nah, I can't remember either. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> that the, guy. Yeah, that Correction guy. Tuesday! Yeah, we'll find out about it. Nah, there's nothing to correct. <laughs> we just don't, I don't remember his We don't his fucking name. know. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Uh, but yeah, so I, I've heard there was... I don't know. Everybody's saying like they're hitting the reset button.
1: I don't know. Mm, I mean... They don't have any guarantees on those actors. They'd mm. like to get them back. I think some of it's going to depend on that. Like if they can get them, they'll go ahead and write them mm. in. But if they can't, it'd probably be a good idea to stay away from it for a bit. Yeah,
2: I don't want to. I don't. I'm done. I'm done with Jennifer Lawrence's mystique. I'm actually yeah. – I'm done. Like, it does I don't know. She's yeah, just, it's it's just kind of phoned in now. She like they were lucky to get her. Because they got her before she was hot, yeah, and started doing like the Mockingbird stuff, and now mm-hmm. she's doing you know, uh you know she's doing joy, and she did you know American Hustle and all these you know, yeah fear, yeah. I don't know, and like she really brought nothing to the character, Not to be really. quite honest with you, and like actually, they gave the character a lot more meat in these films because it was Jennifer Lawrence playing the character, yeah, so I don't know, whatever. I'm okay when she don't come back. I'm, I'm fine if she doesn't come back. But, yeah. like, are they going to reset this whole universe? Are they going to start over from scratch? Are they done? Are they going to move ahead with Deadpool? Have Deadpool be, you know, its own thing? And are they done with everything? Like, so is Sophie Turner out of a job? Is she done with being Jean Grey? Because like I'm here, like they're, they're talking about the reset button in this article, but I'm also reading other articles that they're going into the 90s and they're, they're going to continue with the story and it, and we're going to go Dark Phoenix because we saw we saw the we saw the beginnings of her going Phoenix yeah. in the last film mm-hmm. and I'm here I'm I'm hearing that's the plan. It's – that they're still going to go Dark Phoenix in in the, in this next film. It's going to be in the '90s, and we're going Dark Phoenix. As
1: long as they don't fuck
2: it up. Well, I don't think that they would not. You, you got to learn from like what Ratner did. You know, he 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 threw in like uh, Weapon X from the last movie. Yeah, we had Weapon X, and they threw in the Dark Phoenix saga all mm-hmm. in one fucking film. Like yeah. Dark Phoenix saga, you could break that into two or three movies. Jesus, yes. So that's the thing. It's like. They've got Frank. They got to learn from that. They've got to – like the movie may not be good, but I, I think that they've got to learn something from the fuck up of X Men: Last Stand.
1: They've got to. So they, well, they've have to. Yeah, that that whole thing was a fucking train wreck. I've right. only watched it like once and a half. Yeah, I couldn't fucking stomach it. Yeah, because that's one of the few comics that I read when I was a kid. Yeah, was I, I read the whole actual Phoenix saga and then the Dark Phoenix saga after mm-hmm. and oh. Uh, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it done well. Oh, yeah. I uh, think we all would. Man, you know, I want to see a real shit call. I want to see a real shit story. <laughs> that Phoenix saga. Well, I mean, and, and the article itself has kind of contradicted itself. Are they pressing the reset button or are they trying to get these people back? Nobody to knows. Right? I, I
2: think I th- I think. the, the article is just fucking speculation. Spitballing. We had some fucking uh, box office analysts saying, ah, it's time to hit the reset button. So everybody was just like, ah, shit, they're starting over. They're starting over. As far as I know, as far as I know, they're, uh, until I hear that they're starting over, that they're rebooting the entire universe, I'm not buying it. I'm, bu- I, I'm saying the next film, we're getting Sophie Turner back, we're getting uh, uh, Cody Smith McPhee back as Nightcrawler, and we're getting the fucking kid from that Dirt movie. Uh, he's coming back as uh, Cyclops.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're going to want to let Sophie Turner go. I think they. I
2: think they probably got her locked up in a contract. Probably, you know. So I think they're coming back and I th- I think they're still planning on doing that 90s film. I still think that they're planning on doing it.
1: Fingers Without crossed.
2: Singer. So,
1: it'd be we'll f- good to see one without Singer. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did.
2: We did. It was called uh, X-Men Days of Future. No, uh it was called uh, First Class. Yeah. I like That was Matthew Vaughn. That's right. I so, like First Class quite a bit. I liked it too. I loved Days of Future Past too. Yeah, but Singer. you know what? You know who'd done most of the work on that movie already? Matthew Vaughn before he left the project. Yeah. And you know what? The Quicksilver scene that everybody loved so much, it wasn't Singer, right? It, it was mostly the second unit director. So like, uh, uh, you know what I mean? That people gave Singer way too much fucking praise. Oh yeah. For that Days of Future Past movie mm-hmm. that I loved and uh they gave him way too much praise and then we saw that we saw what he did in the last movie. Yeah. It was just like, it was, you know, more more of the same shit. It is okay. I mean, it was way better than I don't know. It was way better than fucking. Uh, I don't know. It was more shit. You're right.
1: Well, it was all right. It was better than Last Stand, but I mean, but he didn't do pile that. Of shit's better. He than didn't. Last he
2: Stand. Brett Ratner did Last Stand. Right, right. That wasn't even singing. No, I know. So, I don't know. Whatever. Fingers crossed. For Fingers before. fucking. Things <laughs> for wrong. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Frank was wrong with A lot of things. Uh, let's see. Yeah, let's move on to DC news.
0: Last night. Batman destroyed my vagina. And now the leftovers are going to destroy DC News. It's time for DC News, you fucking pieces of shit.
2: Last night, Batman destroyed my socks.
1: (laughs) Alfred, I need more hand lotion.
2: (laughs) Alright, let's see what do we got for DC News oh yeah dc quick news uh warner brothers officially announced uh development of young justice season three i loved the first two seasons huge fan uh there's no release date uh or network announced for uh, young justice season three but it's happening thank i want to thank everybody who watched it on netflix um and uh that's the only reason we're getting it, man. People are really excited about that. They didn't
1: think it was going to happen.
2: No. Absolutely not, man. Like, I was watching Young Justice as it came out. Shit. Week to week. I loved it, man. I thought it was fucking great. And, uh, you know why it got canceled? Why is that? Because the toys weren't selling. Ah, oh, fuck. Young Justice toys weren't selling. But you had people out there that loved it. God, just, you just have to buy the toys to keep the fuck. You
1: know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's all about the toys. It's- Fucked up. <laughs> yes, I just burped. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know what's more fucked up. <laughs> I was trying to hold it back, but I spoke.
2: <laughs> Jesus. All right. Sorry, excuse Fucking, me. Fucking, uh... <laughs> yeah, just like, was that your best froggy from The Little Rascals going on there? <laughs> no. Jesus. All right. Uh, bur, bur, bur. Oh, yeah. Also, Wonder Woman will be heading into reshoots. Uh, there's no word... On if this is response, if this is in response to the executives over at Warner Brothers having seen the movie and wanting to make changes, or if the reshoots were planned, um, I've also read that people that have seen it are happy. But of course, that was uh, that was uh, <laughs> that was the chief executive at Warner Brothers. Of course, he's going to be happy. Like oh sure, they watched the the executives over at uh, Warner Brothers watched Batman v Superman, and it was a uh, standing ovation. Yeah,
1: they thought it was great.
2: Yeah, so. Anyway, I think honestly, I just think it's just reshoots. Yeah, every film has them. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm just saying it's reshoots. I don't think it's like on the level of like uh, Suicide Squad reshoots. Right. I think it's just just standard reshoots.
1: Yeah, I think they've got a decent plan as far as what they want to do with it. Whether or not the movie itself is going to be good remains to be seen. But yeah. I don't think this is like knee jerk. Oh shit, we got to fix something.
2: Right. I don't either. Uh, Justice League villain Steppenwolf, uh, has been cast according to CinemaBlend. Yes, we saw, uh, Steppenwolf in, uh, Batman v Superman. He was the, uh, the horny dude at the end. He had big horns.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, talking to Lex Luthor. Yeah. There's also a deleted scene of him talking to Lex Luthor. Um, but, uh, the actor, here's, uh, here's the quote from CinemaBlend. Maybe you can tell me who this guy is. You would, you would know. You're a huge Game of Thrones fan. Game of Thrones character actor Sirian Hines will play Steppenwolf. I
1: can't recall hearing the name.
2: It's I think that's his real name, Sirian Hines. Right. You'd probably have to see like who the dude plays on the show for you to know who he yeah, is. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, and use a motion capture suit to enhance his performance. The rap is reporting the technique will be similar to what Josh Brolin is using in Marvel's cinematic universe to play Thanos, the Mad Titan. But having an actor underneath the CGI to lend an actual performance is crucial, and Snyder, it seems, will rely on Syrian Hines to bring Steppenwolf to life. We'll hear about who Syrian Hines is on Correction Tuesday. Oh, yeah, we will. Unless you want to look it up now. I, don't know. I can look I don't it up now. don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Syrian Hines, a Game of Thrones actor. Uh, burp burp. Joe Manganiello, uh who will be playing Deathstroke in The Batman, had these quotes about the upcoming film. When I met Ben, we sat down and we talked about, you know, the role. We talked about the movie. His take is a fresh take, but I think the audience is going to be surprised because it's a road that no one's really gone down that's completely integral to, you know, who Batman is. And I think it's going to be refreshing, but at the same time, completely familiar. But it's going to take this franchise in a direction that I think a lot of people are going to be really happy about. It's going to be gritty and action-packed and cerebral, and all of those elements that people love about Batman. Ben's a great director, man. Um, I, uh... Oh, hold on. Where's, uh... I lost my place. Okay, yeah, here we go. Ben, here he goes on to say, Ben's a great director. I mean, the last movie, that man directed one Best Picture. He's got an Oscar for writing. Like, this is all... The components to go down as uh, everything is lined up for a really, really, really great movie. Not only a superhero movie, but just a great movie. So what do you think about these quotes from Joe Manganiello?
1: I, I've always had like good thoughts as far as Ben Affleck as a director, mm-hmm. and I think he'll do fine. I didn't have any problem with him as Batman. It, it all sounds encouraging. It, it's not anything that I really doubted. Mm. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to that one. When, what, what really sticks out to me in these
2: quotes is when he says it's going to be action-packed and he also says it's going to be cerebral. That's, that's really like kind of like what made, made made my ears kind of like perk up a little bit. Cause like cerebral, I'm kind of thinking maybe we're finally going to get Batman as a detective.
1: Yeah. That would be that's good. That's
2: what I want. That's what I want.
1: Yeah. Not just punching shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I, when you think about the main villain in this one being Deathstroke, though, if he is the main villain, which that's clearly they're touting it as him being the main villain. Right. I, I don't I don't know how cerebral you're going to get. It sounds like it, I, I'm leaning more towards the action pact with like, right. a character like Deathstroke. Like, I get you. If they said, like, oh, like, our main villain is going to be Riddler or, you know what I
1: mean? Yeah. Then I'm thinking, oh, yeah, this is going to be cerebral. This is going to be Batman the, detec- the detective. Sure. Do you think that, I mean – They can have Joe Manganiello and Deathstroke as the antagonist, Mm -hmm. but do you think they could have, like, a side story going on to, like, give you some meat as far as, like, actual story goes?
2: Yeah, maybe, like, somebody pulling the strings. Like, you know, like, maybe somebody, like, hired.
1: Yeah, who's he working for?
2: Yeah, you know, they hired this mercenary, Mm -hmm. Deathstroke. Like, who's behind this?
1: Right. I mean, and that's a decent character to have. You know, two aspects of. I mean, mm-hmm. you can have him searching for who hired him, what's going on, and you know the action bits where he's actually got to deal with them.
2: Yeah. No, I think that'd be great. I think uh, I think if he's doing the detective work, trying to figure out who hired him and like what's going on, that's cool. I'm down with that. Yeah. So, of course they're encouraging statements. Joe Manganello's in the fucking movie. He wants it to do well, great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like, n- nothing he's saying is wrong though. It's not like he's talking about like, uh, a director that we don't like. I mean, I love Ben Affleck, the director. Yeah, agreed. Argo was awesome. Argo, The Town, they're fucking great fucking films. So it's like, and y- yeah, I mean, he's won an Oscar for writing. So yeah, I, I guess we'll just wait to see that first fucking trailer. Yeah. You know? We'll get to see that trailer. I liked. I liked the Deathstroke suit. I liked the pictures that were released. I thought they looked really fucking cool.
1: Yeah, I liked them too. Uh,
2: but uh, those statements that Joe Manganella had uh, given are very much contradictory to what Brett Easton, the author of American Psycho, said recently about the Batman script. In a post on Facebook, he claims to have talked to executives from Warner Brothers that said the script is "quote a mess." along with this quote from The Ringer. Um, yeah, this is Brett Easton's quote from The Ringer. The executives I was having dinner with were complaining about people who work on the Batman movie, and they just said they went to the studio and they said, look, the script is, here's 30 things that are wrong with it that we can fix. And the executive said, we don't care. We don't really care. The amount of money we're going to make globally I mean, 70% of our audience is not going to be seeing this in English, and it doesn't really matter. These things that you're bringing up about the flaws of the script, so I do think global concerns play a big part in how movies and what movies are being made, obviously. So those are, those were his original thoughts, mm-hmm. that basically, yeah, they don't give a shit about the flaws. The, the script's a fucking mess. The studio doesn't care. They know they're going to make a shit ton of fucking money. Um
1: I would love to poke holes. And in the statements, but... That's a fucked up thing, to say. That's a fuck up thing to say. But didn't Seventy percent make most of its money overseas?
2: I don't know. Maybe. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it made a lot of money overseas.
1: Okay.
2: It didn't make any money in China.
1: Right. So huh. that is a really fucked up thing to say. You yeah. Seventy percent of our audience is
2: not going to be able, and they're not going to be seeing this in English, so it doesn't really matter. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I put too much <laughs> stock in this quote because, like, oh, now oh, this man. guy, now this guy. This guy, uh, his name is uh, Brett Easton. He's the author of uh, American Psycho. He's backtracking. And here's what he's saying now after making those statements. During a long interview with The Ringer's Sean Finesse, we talked about reasons why studio movies are so bad now and touched on the global needs of the marketplace. I told him something I had heard about the new Batman movie as an example of what might be the problem. I was talking with two executives who, who have nothing to do with the Batman movie, and who knew people who were involved with the production. The two executives I was having dinner with were relating the problems they've heard about the script from people working on the Batman project. That's all. I know no one involved with the Batman movie, and I didn't realize that my comments would make it to the ringer piece, or else I wouldn't have cited that particular movie. I have no idea what the Batman script is like, and I regret that it came off as if I was disparaging the project. Another reason to be careful giving interviews. Wow. Totally backtracking now. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know
1: what to believe, man. He sounds like a fucking jackass. Yeah. I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I can see evidence kind of the original statement in some of what we've been given. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean – what fucking exec in their right mind would actually say those things to anyone. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a pretty fucking ballsy statement to say, we don't give a flying fuck about the property. We just want to make the money. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, yeah, that is fucked up. It's fucked up. Maybe he's, I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe it was all coked up. <laughs> Didn't give a fuck about what he was saying. But I just, it sounds like the guy's full of shit,
2: but it, I, I have a hard time believing like, That Ben Affleck and Jeff Johns writing the script are are just – are making something that's a mess.
1: I don't see that happening. In fact, didn't Ben Affleck say that it would be ready when it's ready?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not going to – If I need more time, they'll give me more time. Right. He's
1: not going to make garbage. I
2: don't even think that we have like a set date for the Batman yet. No, not that I know of. Yeah. So.
1: All right, Frank. uh, What are we
2: doing on time here? It's fucking early, man. Yeah, it is. It's pretty fucking early.
1: We need that third leg. Huh? We need that third leg. Yeah, we do. Uh, you're talking about that dog again? Pretty much. Or the fourth? What are you talking
2: about? We, I miss Jake. Oh, you miss Jake? Oh, I thought we were talking about the three-legged dog. No, we're
1: just hobbling <laughs> on on two legs right now. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, this episode <laughs> fucking sucks. <laughs> Fuck this. I don't give a shit. Whatever. You're getting what you're getting. Deal with it. This is your team. Who's <laughs> Here's your soiled sock. Yeah. Here's your, <laughs> enjoy your soiled sock. <laughs>
1: I feel like if we don't oh, smack you in the yeah. face with it
2: <laughs> uh, No, I think we I think we killed thousands of erections today Probably Permanently Nobody's getting any anal off this episode Nobody <laughs> uh, Let's move into Star Wars news and wrap this bitch up
0: Cool He got it! What's Amisa saying?
2: You were supposed to be
0: here with me Listening to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast oh, That's not true that's
2: impossible! Oh, yeah, I love talking about Kylo Ren with you, Frank. <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys. <laughs> Wired Wired had a piece titled, The Relationship Between Kylo Ren and Rey Isn't What Conspiracy Theorists Believe. It read, Source, The Man Behind Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Mr. J.J. Abrams. So, like, this comes straight from the horse's mouth. All right. Uh, they go on to say, Probability of Accuracy? If he wouldn't know... Who would? And here it goes. Those who believe that Ray and Kylo Ren had somehow known each other earlier in their lives before coming face-to-face in last year's Star Wars The Force Awakens, we have some bad news for you. J.J. Abrams' director's commentary on the new Force Awakens home release proves you wrong. Quote, One of the new relationships that we were focusing on was between Kylo Ren and Ray. They've never met, but he's heard of this girl. Abrams said in the commentary. And before that last line is used as an excuse to suggest a prior relationship of sorts, an earlier scene is identified by Abrams' commentary as the moment, of course, where Kylo Ren learns about Rey. So now you have it. There's apparently no prior connection of uh, to Rey and the son of Princess Leia and Han Solo whatsoever at all, unless that gets retconned later. So... Wow. Definitely not his fucking sister. No. If people are still out there thinking that fucking Han and Leia had another fucking kid, <laughs> they didn't realize it was fucking Ray. You're out of your fucking mind,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. What? No comment. Are you sitting? You go, what, what, what are you? What are you doing over there? Well, I mean, there's, there's not a whole lot else to say. They're not related, so they don't know each other. But he's heard of her, so. I mean, was it just in The Force Awakens that he's heard of her? Or That's what he heard it sounded previously?
2: like. That's what it sounded like. He's, it goes, uh, And before that last line is used as, as an excuse to suggest a prior relationship of sorts, an earlier scene is identified by Abrams' commentary as, quote, the moment, of course, where Kylo Ren learns about Rey.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I haven't been on board with any of the conspiracy theories about who, who's who, who her parents are, mm-hmm. who Snoke is. I've just kind of let it lie because I figured we're going to find out we're going to get what we're going to get. And all the theories seem dumb anyway.
2: So I this think... doesn't have
1: anything to do with, like, my thoughts on Kylo Ren, though. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know, I just hate talking about Kylo Ren with
2: you. <laughs> it was a little joke at the beginning, Frank. That's fine. Jesus, everything, you're, you're on the defensive already. That's no. why you didn't have anything to say. You're like, what? what, what oh God, where does Kylo Ren come into this? Well, it's when's, not surprising.
1: When's, when's Brian going to start yelling at me? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just not surprising to me. I, I'm kind of glad to get some confirmation that there's no previous relationship there. Yeah. Everybody can quit shutting the fuck up about, oh, what, what about this? What about that? What about the other thing? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So,
1: yeah it's okay. No. I'm glad of it. Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh
2: I don't know. Uh I, I personally still just think I hope Snoke is Snoke. That's all I hope. Yeah. That's all here. I hope. I don't care what they do with Ray. They can do whatever <laughs> the fuck they want to with Ray. She can be Ray Skywalker. She can be you know fucking Ray Charles. I don't give a fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> she like, fucking Canaan and be blind. <laughs> wouldn't, that be, no, wouldn't that be fucked up if we found out her last name was Charles? Oh, fuck. And we, uh, like, the, the, ne- the, the, the next set of
1: figures said Ray Charles. They <laughs> 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 fucked up. <laughs> Sunglasses, accessories.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Jason Ward over at MakingStarWars.net teased his listeners weeks ago with this news, but didn't reveal it until this week in an article... Uh, about Kylo Ren, it was titled "Star Wars Episode Eight and the Cape of Darth Vader. <coughs> and I need to cough. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what happens when you uh, talk a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I have nothing to drink. Um, Shit,
1: I could have got you uh, a soda. Now
2: nah, I'm fine. Uh, it has been a long. <coughs> it has been a long time since we wrote about Kylo Ren in the padded room, uh, reverently looking at his grandfather's helmet. So the the room where he's looking at the helmet, it's in the ashes. Yeah. They, they call that the padded room. Okay. Now, here we are on the second film in the trilogy a few years later, and in some ways, things have not changed that much. Uh, there is a new link between the Master of the Knights of the Ren and the Dark Lord of the Sith. I have it on good authority that Kylo Ren continues his Darth Vader obsession well into Star Wars Episode Eight. While his mask is very much the same mask he wore in Star Wars, The Force Awakens, with some minor tweaks and revisions, I guess we can kind of assume that he's going to get a new mask because he left it on the platform after he killed his dad. Yeah. So um, Kylo's robes are somewhat different. The best way to describe Kylo Ren's underrobe is that it's sort of like the black costume Luke wore in Return of the Jedi. Uh, however... The notable thing about the costume is the cape itself. According to sources, Kylo Ren is wearing a Darth Vader cape in Star Wars Episode eight. The cape is said to be like the one Darth Vader wears in The Empire Strikes Back slash Return of the Jedi. However, the cape does not have the same chain clasp. Mm. It is not entirely clear if this cape is one Kylo made to resemble that of his grandfather's or if he actually procured one of Darth Vader's capes that probably fell into the hands of collectors in the Star Wars galaxy. Wow. Yeah.
1: That could lend some weight to the idea of, like, these relics mm-hmm. that have, like, the, the powers to them. If he's wearing one, that'd be kind of fucked up.
2: Yeah, but it, we don't know. And I, I I know that there's these Sith relics, but, like... Do we know that like Darth Vader imbued some kind of like dark Sith power in into a cape?
1: Right. That that seems that seems like a stretch.
2: Yeah, and I don't know if they're going to introduce that kind of stuff into proper Star Wars films. They right. might. I mean, like we saw like we saw like Ray when she touched the lightsaber. We saw her get visions and shit. Sure. So like that's kind of connected, I guess. But. Uh, It makes you wonder, like, okay, so we're going to get to see him wear a Darth Vader cape. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And – did he actually, did he make this? Like, you know, did, you know, like, is Kylo Ren into cosplay? You know what I mean? Right. He's like at home, you know, and he's making his own shit. Uh, you know, I can, can you see like Kylo Ren, like, you know, running a sewing machine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly.
2: <laughs> or, or is like, or did like he procure this, like, from like, like a, like a Star Destroyer? Like, did he go, did he rummage around in, uh, you know, Darth Vader's closets and shit? And, <laughs> like, Darth Vader's got, like, all his capes on, like, a fucking uh, <laughs> lazy style. Susan or some shit. And if they're like, yeah. So.
1: Kind of. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how he would find one that wasn't already destroyed somehow. Because you'd have to think that that shit was either on a Death Star yeah. or well, no, no, the Executor.
2: It could have been, like, on a Star Destroyer. Like, you know, he could have had, like, his own little room in a Star Destroyer and shit. And Yeah, it's true.
1: Yeah. Of course. They could have also pulled it off his body before Luke burned him. Did he have the cape on? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, but it doesn't I, – I, I would have to imagine
2: that Darth Vader had more than one cape. Yeah, true. I don't think he's just rocking one cape.
1: It could be that he made it and they probably don't even end up explaining it. It just looks like it.
2: Mm-hmm. Because he had like different suits from like movie to movie too. Right. You know? hmm Things changed about the suit. I found out you, – do you know like uh, you know, like he's got that uh, that little – That module, that, like, that little piece with the buttons on it, the little light up buttons and shit, the control box, yeah, whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah, it's like a, (laughs) like a, oh shit, I can't think of the fucking word. Uh, forget it. I was gonna gonna make a joke and it's like, it's gone. Um, yeah, like a little switch box or whatever the fuck. Um, it resets him. So, if he powers down, I don't know. I'm losing it, Frank. (laughs) I need, I need a fucking drink. (laughs) Uh, no, in those fucking films, um, the lights, the way they light and uh-huh. the sequence that they light up in yeah. is different in each movie.
1: All right, then. You I didn't no know fun- that. Were- I didn't know that. All right, then. Well, I didn't know that. I mean – Oh, I'm, I'm glad I blew your fucking mind. i read some shit in all the right, encyclopedia then. about the functionality aspects of the suit, all the different things that it did for him. Yeah. But uh I don't know. The cape thing <sighs> – I I don't want them to get too heavy handed as, as far as explaining shit. You know what I mean? Like we don't. Okay, they might so, not explain it at all. It might just be Darth Vader's cape, and they don't even mention it in the movie. Right? I'd rather it be something like that. I don't want them to get too explainy. That's. Uh, what I, don't, I
2: better agree with you because if I don't, I'm going to get a fucking email next week. I think Frank's right about the cape. <laughs> I don't want him to get too much into that. I don't it's like want kind fine. Of yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're <laughs> absolutely right. I don't want him to get into the cape either, Frank. Let's move <laughs> on. Um, canon. I not, uh, can't say this word. Canonical publications. How do you say that fucking? I word? think you just said it right. Canonical. Canonical. Yeah. Yeah. Canonical publications have recently focused on things like Darth Vader's lightsaber being sold on the black market and with senators that collect Imperial-era artifacts. Much to the disgust of the freedom fighters like General Organa, it is not outside the realm of possibility in the universe that Kylo Ren got his dirty Han Solo murdering hands on an original cape once owned by Darth Vader. I think he just got it off, like, eBay.
1: I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, he just (laughs) bit
2: on that shit. I, I bet you he's a fucking, like, one of those eBay snipers. Like, right at the last second. Oh, right moment. at the last second, yeah. swoop
1: in. Sh- sh- boom, yeah. Well, he probably uses the force to, like, freeze the fucking logins on everybody Just swoops right in.
2: Yeah, I bet. Who's the fucking dude? Who's the little motherfucking, uh, dude from, like, episode one? The little guy that's flying around and shit. That owns Annie. Oh, Can't fuck. even think of his name.
1: Uh, he's a toy Darian.
2: Yeah, he's a Tordarian. I can't
1: think of his name, though.
2: Yeah, I can't either. We'll find out about it on uh, Correction, Correction uh, whenever the fuck this comes out. Yep. Yeah, Jesus (laughs) Christ. I hate this show sometimes. I really do. I really do. There are certain things I hate about this fucking show, and that's one of them. I hate fucking, like, Mondays and Tuesdays, after people listen to this fucking shit. I get these fucking tweets. By the way, you were wrong. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) God damn it. And and it's... yeah. Hey, uh really enjoy the episode, but uh but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> could you not talk about semen and socks? <laughs> no, I like that they they can't
2: they can't correct me on that. That happens, <laughs> so anyway,
1: kind of whack him with it, like, homie, don't play that
2: <laughs> yeah, the reason I brought that guy up is because, like, uh, he probably beat that guy out. On eBay, <laughs>
1: so you can see it flying. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: Watto. Watto.
3: That's it.
1: Yeah. Watto. Watto. Fuck your corrections, bitches. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Frank.
2: <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, making Star Wars net had a yeah. I'll, what are we doing on time? I got, okay, I'll read this real quick, and then we'll wrap up. I want to get the fuck out of here. This episode fucking sucks. <laughs> it's this hard to do, too, fucking, man. It is. It fucking sucks. And I'm not drinking. Me neither. That's another thing. Uh, God damn it. My uh, notes keep resetting. I hate it when it does this. Here we go. We are back to Star Wars news. Yeah, uh, making Star Wars.net. Uh, they said uh, an accurate... Depiction of Luke Skywalker uh, of Luke Skywalker's costume in Star Wars Episode Eight. Uh, this depiction is uh, from a training sequence where Ray is frustrated with Luke's teachings. Um, let's see here. It looks like the, they're going with a mechanical look of the hand because, yeah, they say, oh, they're talking about their artist the artist that drew the picture so there's a picture online of making star fuck you know what fuck it i'm not i'm not reading this i'm fucking done i can't even i can't even fucking do this right i can't even talk- yeah they they uh go to makingstarwars.net look at the fucking picture there you go they they got they got done i'm fucking done Frank. I'm fucking. Down. I'm put. No, I'm fucking going old Yeller with this fucking episode, and I'm just. I'm putting it out of its fucking misery because I can't even. I can't even do this shit right now. This fucking. I'm trying to tell you about how Darth Vader's suit lights up differently each episode, and you're just like. <laughs> I get nothing. No fucking reaction, you know? Sorry. Yeah. I guarantee you, if you look at the way, the, if if you look at the lights lighting up, it's probably like Morse code for put Brian out of his fucking misery and put this show out of its fucking misery. It's it's like SOS. SOS. Yes. <laughs> that, uh, old yeller. Save our sucky ass podcast. This Fuck this episode. I'm throwing it up. I ain't adding shit out. I'm it up. Whatever. You don't, you don't take shit out usually anyway. Yeah, I, I haven't taken anything out in a long time. No,
1: uh-uh. It's
2: been a long time. Yeah, years. 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 Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> what time is it? 9.30? I'll get home by 11.
1: Yeah, you would be able to watch Westworld.
2: Hopefully. Yeah. If I'm
1: not too fucking tired. I went to bed at fucking 8 o'clock last night. Jesus. Yeah. Like an old fucking Man. I did that once this week, but I was sick. I went to bed after Katie went to sleep, so I lay down at nine. I didn't mm-hmm. get up till eight the next morning.
2: I was like dude, I was like an old man. I was like like, like drinking a glass of warm milk, got done watching fucking Matlock.
1: <laughs> Murder She Wrote.
2: Yeah. It's like
1: fuck all oh, right, time we go to bed. Here I
2: am, me and my three
1: fucking cats. Early bird special at four o'clock. Jesus Christ. Somebody
2: <laughs> fucking put me out of my misery. God. Fucking... Traction Tuesday. I can't wait for it, Frank.
1: <laughs> hey, we stopped them on a couple things. A couple things. A couple things. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did. I, they're all out there like fucking like uh, Hanna-Barbera Bar- Bill- Hanna villains going, drats. <laughs> Damn it. They had their email all typed up and ready. All typed up and ready to go. You think
1: motherfuckers sit there and listen to this show and make notes about what they got to talk to us about? Well, I'm going to make sure I tell them about this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I know what these guys would love to hear.
1: By the way, you're wrong. Me being a pompous, condescending fuck. Here we go. (laughs) You guys are ignorant about such and such. Send. I guarantee you somebody will correct me on how many uh, volumes the boys are. I think it's seven. I'm Mm -hmm. not totally sure. Somebody will tell me.
2: Yeah, I guess somebody's more, uh, versed in boys than you are. <laughs> they like the boys. They like the boys a little bit more than you. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Alright.
2: This is it. Episode 163. You're getting about two hours. Deal with it.
1: <laughs> Everybody's all fucking election hung over in anyway. No, we're gonna
2: we're get, we're gonna get, we're gonna get, the fucking, uh, emails and, like, uh, tweets saying, uh, I can't wait for Jake to come back. The show fucking sucks. <laughs> 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 Brian and Frank episode fucking sucked
1: all they talked about was masturbation and wishing they were drunk yeah (laughs) (laughs) all they talked about was beating off in the socks all night (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what the, what depraved the, what the things they would do if they had superpowers. Yeah. They'd <laughs> be yeah. flying so high overhead, they just have fucking cum drops on their scalp and not know where it came from. Cum drops on their scalps. Cum drops are falling <laughs> on my head. Man, that's going to be
2: the title <laughs> of this episode.
1: Cum drops.
2: Cum drops on scalps. <laughs> episode 163.
1: Oh, yeah. shit. Pearl Necklace
2: Motherfuckers. Yeah, Pearl Necklace Motherfuckers. That's (laughs) going to be, it's going to be, uh, cum drops on scalps, colon, colon, Pearl Necklace Motherfuckers. That's going to be the... I thought we said no anal. That's... (laughs)
1: Colon. Yeah, stretching.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's a stretch. Ugh. All right, uh, let's end this one. Okay. Old (laughs) Yeller style. I just... (laughs) And just like all good leftovers saying their doggy bags, thank you for your patronage, and uh God, I don't know who made it through this one.
1: <laughs> we got Fantastic Beasts next
2: week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them.
1: <laughs> where to fuck them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> in that boy's book, apparently.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking everything else in that book. Dude fucked a k- chinchilla to death <laughs> in that book. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's a – I'd have to look at – Did it he say,
2: I'm going to fill a chinchilla?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody got kicked out because he got caught burying it in the backyard.
2: What is what is What, what is uh, Garth Ennis's like obsession with fucking animals? I
1: have no idea, but it's great. <laughs> it's great. I love animals. <laughs> well, Not, I
2: don't love them like that, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the psychologist had to ask the guy he said, so you raped it to death And his response was something along the lines of Well, it'd be like something akin to You getting raped by an elephant So yeah <laughs> Do you think Garth Ennis is like Do you think possibly he's a furry? After this book, anything's possible <laughs> Anything's possible <laughs> <laughs> Going to furry conventions Every, Everybody's fucking everything in this yeah. book yeah all right. Yeah, we'll fuck this
2: episode, too. So, uh, all right. And just like all good leftovers say on their doggy bags, thank you for your patronage, and thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week if you, you, decide, if you decide to come back. <laughs> I wouldn't. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a T-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap.
0: Straps, by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Gonna to toss it, gonna to taste. It, do we love it? Hey, let's raise it, clean, race it, let's embrace it, Tupperware party parties, subculture, spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, push over, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's this say has already been said, left Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing. That is hot culture leftovers toss it good and taste it do we love it hey let's race it can't erase it let's embrace the tupperware party subculture spill over like a vulture carry over counterculture over pop culture left over and with the uncool kids what's to say has already been said left yeah. sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture left over is do we love it hey let's face it can't erase it let's embrace the tupperware party subculture spill over like a vulture carry over counterculture push over pop culture leftovers and with the uncool kids, what's to say's already been said leftovers sure the only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture leftovers